Thanks so much for rolling with us today. We've got a packed show for you. This is Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That's Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. I'm glad I saw it. Wow. I'm glad I saw what I saw. You know what? You might have to retire your nickname for Luca, Baby Bird. You might have to start calling him Larry Jr. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. You said it was blasphemous. Yeah. The lightning is going to strike us. Yeah. Well, here we go. <laughs> it may still. No, 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 no. Don't yeah. do that, Skip. Don't do that. After last night. Mm. Historic, guys. Absolutely a clinic. Luka Doncic, if you missed it, he notched the first ever 60-point, 20-rebound, triple-double last night. The Mavs 126-121 victory win in overtime versus the New York Knicks. It's only the second time anyone has had a 60-point triple-double. Shannon, it's all people are talking about. On a scale of 1 to 10, how impressive is this? A 1,000. A 1,000? No, I, I don't. Uh, if I had a 1,000 tongues, I couldn't say how impressive this was enough. Really? With a 1,000 tongues, I couldn't say it enough, Skip wow. Bayless, because we had never seen anything like it before. James Harden had a 60-point triple-double, but you're mm. talking about a six foot seven guard. Goes and gets you 60-20, yeah. and he did it in an efficient manner, and he did it in a non-blowout. They needed every point he gave you in the 60 piece mm -hmm. and not only did he give you 60 he had 10 assists and he got others involved mm. and with 20 rebounds mm. man mm. he scored dallas's uh, 11, seven of his 11 points in overtime 21 of 30 from the floor he scored a six, uh, assisted on 16 of dallas 23 points scored in the fourth in overtime and they were down we were talking about if, if uh the lakers could have pulled off what they put uh, in philly skip yeah nine with thir under 30 and to come back, and he made one free throw, missed the second one, yep. gets his own rebound, never touched the floor, and push, pushes it in. Yep. Skip, it's, it was unbelievable. Look, I, and, and we've seen, like, what Luka did. And we see Wilt had a 53-32-14 and a 51-29-11. And Elgin had a 52-25-10. Skip, 60-20? That's what's so impressive. And they needed all of it. Skip, we've seen guys get numbers. Uh, if you remember Jordan when the 63 point, I saw that. I was a senior in high school, uh, but they lost. Devin Booker had 70. They lost. Uh, Kobe's 81. Great performance. But Kobe had six rebounds and two assists. Yeah. And that really ended up being a blowout. Skip, this was a thousand. Uh, Luca, and I tried to tell you, I wanted to get you on this train so me and you could finally wrap our arms around the same yeah. guy. Uh, but you didn't want to listen to me. Uh, but no. now the train has left the station, and I can't let you get on. Uh, I can't let you get with Baby really? Bird. Nope, nope, nope. Well, I will give you this. <laughs> we have proven once and for all that Luca was the correct pick over that little guy in Atlanta. Am I right? Yeah. Little Ice Tray, yeah. Mice Tray Young. <laughs> it's not even close. Right. It's a joke. And, and the thing is, Skip, it's not like, I mean, uh, 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 Trey is an all-star. He's mm. an all-pro. I mean, excuse me, all-NBA. But he's not bad. Hmm. He's not close to that, <laughs> in part because he's like six feet tall. That's it. Maybe. And I'll give you six feet, seven inches tall. And I will give you, he's better than I thought he was, but I still got big problems with Luca's game, which I will get to later in the show. Okay. But right now, we're just dealing with last night, and we're dealing with Jen's question, which was simply scale of one to ten, how impressive. So Shannon Sharp across me goes to 1,000, 1,000 tongues, one, could not say how impressive this was. It. And I'll go to an eight. because oh, I think we have to take into account 
The opposition last night, which was an embarrassment. The opposition. I don't know if you, but I got to get a new TV. I don't know what TV you were watching, but, but yours must have gold around it. I, I don't know because you got gilt edge glasses that you watch Luca with. Okay. Let's look hard at the opposition last night, okay. shall we? Yeah. The best player on the New York Knicks is Jalen Brunson, who used to play for the Dallas Mavericks, where he was the second best player and a very key component to the Dallas Mavericks opposite Luka in that starting lineup. Okay. So the Knicks land him as a free agent, and yes. it was, the you could argue, the biggest signing of the offseason. And they went all out, and there was all kinds of – Cost him a second round pick for That's what I'm saying. There's all kinds of phony baloney going on (laughs) under the table, and here we go. But Jalen Brunson has started every game. Right. Until Sunday, I'm watching the whole game, Sixers versus Knicks, and with five minutes to go, he comes up a little gimpy, and he goes to the bench a little gimpy, and he does not come back, and he's a little gimpy, and they say he's got a hip. And I'm thinking, well, by by this game, Tuesday night, this is his one shot at returning to Dallas and saying, look what you missed. Right. And – He couldn't go last night. So Jalen Brunson is out for the game, and I was shocked that he couldn't go, so he must have some – it's a hip injury. I don't know how serious it is, but it must be pretty serious. Then what happens to those Knicks, same old Knicks? What happens a minute and 36 seconds into the game? R.J. Barrett lacerates – the index finger of his shooting hand, and he is lost for the rest of the game. So now you're down two of your top three players, shall we say. And all of a sudden, I'm saying, okay, where is Cam Reddish? I don't know. He's in the doghouse. I love Cam Reddish. I loved him at Duke. I I still don't understand what happened. But he got sideways with Thibodeau, and Thibodeau, even last night, under duress, would not let him out of the doghouse. And I'm saying, come on, you can't do this to your team. And I I always liked, I never loved Evan Fournier, but he's pretty good and he's a smart player and he's the kind of player who could get you home in a game like this. He stays in the doghouse. So what does Thibodeau do last night? He plays in an overtime game. He plays five guys, an average of 45 minutes for the game. Five guys, 45 minutes. It's the classic case. It's like old, old, old school basketball where you're basically playing your five guys the whole game. Right. And I'm saying, Thibodeau, what what are you doing? Because he barely plays Derrick Rose, Jericho Sims, and Isaiah Hartenstein. They, uh, Hartenstein, excuse me, they, they play 13, 12, and 12 minutes. The other guys average 45. So into the starting lineup goes Emmanuel Quickly, who had started two games this year. He is all of six feet, three inches tall. It, and then onto the floor playing how many minutes? 46 minutes last night was Miles McBride, a second-round pick out of West Virginia a year ago. So he's in his second year he averages 12 minutes a game. He played 46 minutes last night at six feet, two inches tall. So you, you are completely overmatched against Luka because when it comes to guards versus guards, you're, you're playing two guards who are 6'3 and 6'2, and they got no shot against Luka. Nobody has they a shot. They no, can't bother him. No, nobody can bother okay? him. But the Lakers showed you how you bother him. You just take the ball out of his hands, and they did a really good job of it for a half exactly. on Christmas Day. Yeah. And they're up 11, and, and then what you, you, you have to – you have to dare the rest of them to beat you because their threes come and they go. Right. And against your team on Christmas, they came. They came in droves in the third Second quarter, now, just the third quarter, because that was the one where you give up 51, which is the most points anybody's given up in a quarter this year. And as you said on Monday, it may be the most anybody gives up all year long because they hit nine out of 13 threes just in the third quarter alone. Well, okay. 
You dared, you dared, you dared. You kept taking the ball out of Luka's hands, but he did wind up with 32, but that's about half of what he got last night. Well, there's a way to keep him to a low roar. You just say, well, you can't do it. If, they, if they're going to beat us from three, but God bless. But let me ask you a question. Why did you ever say that about Jordan? Why didn't you say, why don't I you take it? This isn't about Jordan. This is about Luka. See, what you okay, try to do. Don't, don't even bring up don't, Michael Jordan. He get, doesn't belong get, in this don't conversation. Don't you, see, what you do is Okay, that, Michael Jordan's the greatest player ever, okay, and it's not even close. It's not even close. I don't want to talk about him. I'm just showing you what happened here. Thibodeau's out of his mind. He's too proud. He's too stubbornly proud. Stop it. So what did they do? The, the shame of this game was that the Dallas Mavericks at home lost each of the first three quarters. They lose the quarters by, let's, let's count the ways, by two and then by six and then by two. And they go in 10 points down into the fourth quarter. How could you do it to this team? What's left of this team? I, I can argue that four of the five best players are not even playing for the Knicks. And I'm saying, what, what are you guys doing? How It's shameful. You are playing bad basketball that you are down to what's left of the Knicks this deep into the game because you go early in the fourth quarter. What was it? Maybe 10 minutes left. You're down 12. You're down 12 points with 10 minutes left in the game. And to Luca's credit, he said, is not on my watch, and here he comes, and here he comes, and here he comes. But the two biggest shots of the game, when you're down nine with 33 seconds left, Christian Wood, who is a deadly three-point shooter at, what, what are we giving, seven feet tall? Christian Wood, if we could see, just steps back and makes an ice-cold three that cut it to six. This is right after the two free throws. He, he just says, uh, I, I, well, I'll save you guys. If, if you can't, I'll just shoot this, and I will make that. <laughs> That's a bomb from a a seven-foot guy. Here he goes again, Christian Wood. And this is the shot of the game because this cuts it to six and it makes it somewhat manageable at that point. And then Spencer Dinwiddie makes the second biggest shot, if we could see this, because it's going to cut it to one and give you a prayer of a chance. Spencer Dinwiddie says, okay, I got this. I'll see you one and raise you one here, Mr. Wood. And that's a bomb. And he swishes that one. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting back thinking, wait a second. Maybe, just maybe, you got a shot. So then they intentionally foul Luca, And now we're down to the play of the game. And I'm going to give you high marks for this one. But there's an old saying in sports that you well know. You'd rather be lucky than good. Well, in this case, Luca was both lucky and great, all in the same play. Lucky and great because there is no way on this intentionally missed free throw that the Knicks don't get the ball. You have to get the basketball. And three of them have fingertips on the basketball, and Quentin Grimes, who's been starting for about half the year in place of Cam Reddish or whoever, Fournier. And listen, Quentin Grimes out of Kansas, and I like him. He's a smart player and a a good kid. He gets his hands on the basketball and can't grip it. And I don't know how, but it's about a thousand to one shot, speaking of a thousand tongues, that, that the Knicks don't control the basketball on the intentional miss. And somehow it pops up to Luca, and to his credit, in one quick motion, because he's on fire, he just catch. I couldn't even follow it. It's like quicker than the eye. It's a catch and shoot out of thin air, and he makes it. And then it was funny. Luca starts dancing around like they won the game, and he said after he admitted after the game, I didn't even know what happened. I thought we won. No, that was tied. So you got to go the extra frame to pull this off. Well, the Knicks – 
they're playing five guys the whole game, and they play those same five guys 12, I mean, all five minutes of the overtime, and they're dead on their feet. So but, it didn't surprise me in the overtime that you just wipe them out because they're exhausted. But my thing is, Skip, the problem that I have with your narrative that you're trying to paint about Luka is that you're making it about what didn't happen with the Knicks instead of you, giving you, Luka. You should have won this game by 30. Skip, but you didn't. But by all, 30. Skip. But you never did this when Tom Brady came about, came back against the Legion of Boom in the fourth quarter. No, but I'm just saying, when all those guys, the DBs broke and had a torn ACL, and one guy broke his arm, and the other guy tore a knee ligament, you didn't say Tom Brady did this against backup to backup and backup. You gave him credit. Why can't you just give Luka credit for an outstanding performance instead of trying to find a way why he's I, not I, good? I'm just giving you the facts. They're screaming at you. You, gave it, you gave it a 1,000 yes. against this team. How many? How many this times? is garbage. Hold, hold, hold this is garbage. Let me ask you a question. How long have you been covering the NBA? I don't know. Since mid-70s? How many 60-20? I started covering the Lakers in the mid-70s. How many 60-20-10 games well, have you uh, seen? Well, obviously, this is monster numbers. So, so now, But you have to take the facts so, into accountability. So nobody, so I want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. Mm-hmm. So nobody else has ever okay. gone against the undermanned team. Okay. No, no, no. In, in your 45 years of coming to the NBA, yep. no other player, no other great, be it Jordan, be it Bird, be it Magic, mm-hmm. whomever, has ever gone against the undermanned team. Yep. Because if they have, I want to know why they didn't get 60 20 okay. All right. Kobe's 81 points came against a Raptors team that was like, 27 and something. They, they were like second to the last okay. in the East. So you're, you're taking advantage of a pretty bad team, but, right? But Skip. Wilt's 100 points. Hershey, Pennsylvania came against a Knicks team that was second to last in the East that year right. and obviously missed the playoffs when it's, it's almost impossible to miss the playoffs. So in other words, if you, don't, if you have an outstanding performance, if you don't do it against the best or the second best team in a particular sport, it does not matter. Okay, well, obviously you have to take into account degree of difficulty, which you did not. You got to address the facts. It's an NBA game. The, the facts are their best player who, who was poised to have a night of nights going back to Dallas could not go. That's, you, that's what you need to start with. That should have been the first thing out of your mouth. On Sunday night, mm-hmm. how many DBs from Arizona went down? Okay, I, I already said that was a moral loss. I, I said it was. What about, okay, okay, what about Dallas? Okay, why, why are we changing the because, narrative? Because you keep saying you have to take into account the circumstances. Okay. I need you to take into account the circumstances. Okay, well, I have. I did. I told you that was horrible. I told you if I'm on the Bucks team playing going home, I'm thinking – I, we got no chance against Carolina. I already said that. I said it and said it and said it I'm again. Not, but, you got to take into account. I did. I, I guessed it harder than you first but, guessed But it. my thing is, is that a performance that you've never seen in your 40-plus years of covering okay, the NBA. Look at who it was against. Look at what happened in the game. You, you have to step back from it and say, how did this go down to the wire against the team? Have you ever, in the modern NBA era, can you remember a coach who played five players an average of 45 minutes each in a game? It's unheard of in all my years. Going back to the 70s, I haven't ever seen anything but like that's it what before. Tib, but skip. What are you doing? Well, hold on. Time out. Time out. Tibbs. Tibbs. You make it seem like Tibbs always has a rotation of 10. You know he grinds his guys okay, down but, to but the, the ground. But this is way over the top, out of bounds. This but, is 
so outrageously wrong. You know it and I know it. You're playing Emmanuel quickly and Miles McBride. You're playing them 48 minutes and 46 minutes and expect to get that game home. And then Quentin Grimes says after the game, well, we should have gotten it home. You're dead in the water. You're gassed. You can't play at this level that many minutes. Why'd you go to overtime? You had a nine-point lead with 30 seconds to go. Okay, I just said you're playing everybody way too much. you got to keep some freshness going here. For once, you got to let Evan Fournier out of the doghouse. He's a smart player. He's an international player. He knows how to get games home. He makes smart plays. Listen, Cam Reddish, on, on pure talent, He's top four on this team. I, I I love Cam Reddish. I don't know what's happened to Cam Reddish. Now they're talking about trading Cam Reddish. I just know this. Since I've been doing this show with you, there have been other great performances in other sports, and you've never diminished them and talk about who wasn't there or they played this many minutes. You've never done that. It's just that you have this thing about Luka where you don't think Luka is good, and he keeps proving Wait, you wrong. I didn't say he's not good. Skip, this is the first time okay, you ever well, gave me. Well, he's, he's a below-average three-point shooter, <laughs> and he's a worse free-throw shooter. So what about 20? Well, don't laugh. Tell me I'm wrong. Am tell, I lying about that? 60, no, tell me I'm wrong. 60-20. Tell me I'm wrong. 60-20-10. Okay. It's great. It's great. It's monster numbers against a G League team. But here's the thing. Okay. You see, instead of just giving a man kudos, you pick, when well, he's a below-average free-throw, th- was he below-average last night? Was he a below-average free-throw shooter last well, night? Minus six. Was he below Yes, he was. Three? Yes, he was. Joel Embiid, I watched him last night. He makes 13 or 14. How did they He's win? seven feet did tall. They no, win? they did not. Okay, scored, so what are we he talking? He scored 45 points. Is it more than 60? No. He scored 45 no. in a loss. I'll take Joel Embiid over Luka any day or night. I thank you very yeah. much. Did thank he you. win? Thank you very much. Did he win? No. Do you see what you do? Now you're talking about do you're anything. Take, you're talking about, well, I'll take this guy over him. I'll take the No, no, no. This is about this performance last no, wait, wait a second. So you go to Tom Brady, you go to Michael no, Jordan, then you say it's about no, this. I, no, because I'm saying what you do is that when Luca had a great performance, you try to diminish it by talking about who was on the other side, something you never I, done I'm with Tom. Tr- what are you talking about? I just did it with Arizona. I did it and did it and did it to so, death. So, okay. I said so, it's Trace McSorley. Yeah. It's an embarrassment. Yeah. McSorley is an eyesore. What about the Rams when they came uh, back? You was up here pom-poming when Tom Brady came back against the Rams. Never bet against Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Yeah, because you told me that Aaron Donald might be the greatest defensive player of all time, and I'm saying, really? I don't see it. I keep waiting to see. You told me Jalen Ramsey's the top corner in the league, and I'm saying, okay. Well, he so did that. So what's did their record? So what's their record? Okay, well, Aaron Donald hasn't been playing for like five games, right? Uh, right, exactly. Oh, yeah. How is Baker Mayfield pulling these games off? I don't know. Well, you've been know. pulling them off in Carolina. Huh, but anyway, the, back, back to our normally scheduled program yeah. in Luka Doncic. Yeah. Something in your 45 years you've never seen, and you dismiss it because of what? Because I, didn't, said, I didn't dismiss it. I'm putting it in perspective that you refuse to. You said it's a thousand on a scale of one to ten. Yes, it is. A thousand against this. So team? let me get this. So Aren't you embarrassed? So for, for, for clarification for yes. all the people at home. Yes. Everybody that's ever had a historic moment has did it against top tier people. I don't know what we could go on. Uh, Jordan had some against Utah, and that was top tier. That's two Hall of Famers. But, uh, Skip, but he didn't do that against you. He didn't, uh, all of his 50-point games didn't come against no. the Celtics and the Lakers. No. So, therefore, you have to take into account who he was doing against. And we've never done that. We've never taken into account who he did it against. Why are we taking into account who Luka did it against last night? Well, the day that Kobe scored 81, the day after, I was on cold pizza, and I first, the, I first guessed it. And I said, well, 
Toronto was terrible. Oh, Skip. Okay? But even if, even, Skip, okay, so Toronto was terrible. Why didn't anybody else get 80 points against them if they're so terrible? Okay, you have okay. to keep it in perspective. Somebody has to tell the truth of what okay. happened. Okay. okay, okay. This is the truth. So in other words, I'm waiting to see how many 60-20 triple doubles happened in the NBA again this mm-hmm. season. Let, let's just see that. Because if it doesn't happen, you're going to have to, context or no context, mm-hmm. who it happened against or whoever, whomever it didn't. Yep. I don't know if that's grammatically correct. Mm-hmm. Whom or whoever it happened mm-hmm. against. I need to see another 60-20-10 triple double in the NBA this year in order for your merits, in order for you to hold merit about what you just see. So, how do you explain that despite 60, 20, blah, 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 how do you explain that they're down nine with 33 yes. seconds left to this bunch? Exactly. That's, so, that's impossibly Skip, wrong. Hold on. I thought, hold on. I mean, I, it, wouldn't that be embarrassing to the Mavericks? No, no, because it's an NBA game. They oh. get played. They get paid once a month or once every two weeks, just like Luca. And you, and hold on. I thought. Everybody gets up every night, so there's a Wednesday night, a Tuesday night game, and you expect everybody playing like an NBA Finals. Mm. We know that doesn't happen. Mm. And the mere fact that they were able to come back and win because we've seen teams. We saw this Orlando Magic team mm-hmm. that get beat by 15, 16 points, beat the Boston Celtics tw- three times or twice yeah. in three days. Mm. So it can happen. It's an NBA game. Anything can happen. Mm. But to try to blow this off and talk about, well, a Quigley played and Grimes played and McBride, I don't care, if, I don't care who it is. Okay. Well, I do. That's my side of the table. You can have your side. I'll have my side because I do care about this because, it, because it, it's shocking to me that they lost each of the first three quarters. It's like the three upsets of the year yeah, to lose Skip, we just, to that team. Skip, we just did a topic yesterday oh. on the Bucks about yeah. talking about how many points they score in the last four minutes of the fourth quarter in overtime. Mm-hmm. So that means they lost the first three quarters. We do that. We just did that topic yesterday. And you say that's what the thing that gives you saving grace is that Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Now he just did the exact same thing, and you punish him for it. I'm not punishing him for it. It's it, you have to look at degree of difficulty, and it's low, man. <laughs> it is the lowest you could get. So, Skip, I, I don't know if you can get much lower than this. So, so scoring of sixty points is easy in an NBA no, game. No, it's not. Let me ask you a question: What about grabbing t- twenty rebounds? Is that easy? No. What about grabbing ten assists? No. Mm-hmm. So you combine all three of those things, and now you said just because he did it against a Knicks team mm-hmm. that's not very good. That's easy. Mm-hmm. You nope. just told me scoring 60 is not easy. Grabbing 20 rebounds isn't easy. Mm-hmm. And, and 10 assists isn't easy. Yep. He did all three of them. Yep. And he did it efficiently. And he did it in a win. Okay. Yet yeah, you didn't give him credit for what I gave him the highest marks for. And that's the last play of regulation. Skip. Skip. You, you didn't even bring it up. That's why I get, Skip, it's already it's built in. That's why oh. I gave him a 1,000. Oh. He did. Skip, I just said he made, he made the first three uh, free throw, missed it, grabbed it, and never touched the ground and put the ball back in. Mm. All that's factored into the 1,000. Mm. I mean, against this group, he could have gone for 81. How about 82? But, Let, but, let's go for 82. But Skip. Let's it, out Kobe Kobe. No, but Seriously. Here, but here's the thing, though, Skip. Okay, yeah, he might have could have scored more points, but you got to think about what it, the effort that it takes to grab rebounds. He got 21 of those. You know what? I'm going to give him high marks for this because of his rebounds, five were offensive rebounds. Yeah, and that's None more important than that last one. <laughs> okay, that was a big one, but it's effort because his teammates. Only two other teammates had one offensive rebound, exactly. so he had by far the most offensive rebounds on his team, five, and that is. Effort. Yes. That is desire. That is want to. That is, I want this ball worse than you want this ball. That is Russell Westbrook Memorial effort. And you don't usually see it from Luca. 
And I don't know exactly what got into him, but he was crashing the boards last night in part because he's playing against such small players because the two guys who are trying to guard him are 6'2 and 6'3, and they can't – they have no no chance against him. So he's just saying, I'm going to the boards. The thing about Luka, nobody can guard him. You just hope he missed. You saw what he did to Kawhi. He go get 40 against Kawhi and Paul George. He gets 44. He gets damn near 50. Nobody can guard him. You just hope he missed because you can't speed him up. You can't slow him down, and he's going to get to the spot that he wants to get to. Mm -hmm. And all you do is like, Lord. Please let him miss this shot. Please mm. let him miss this shot because I can't do anything about it. Mm. Well, I want him on the free throw line. That's the only thing you can do. Put him on the free throw line. 16 and 22. Uh, well, what is he for the year? He's a 73% free throw shooter. It's, it's pretty pathetic. You do realize in that historic performance Wilt had, he was 28 to 32. Okay. He never shot that percentage no. again. And you know sometimes not. in a historic performance, Agreed. You, get his, you get a historic okay. moment as far as shooting. But, but in those days, they're scoring. The, the, the final score of that game was 169 yeah. to 142. So yeah. the, the Philadelphia Warriors, yeah. as they were then, yeah, back then they yeah. scored 169 points that night, yeah. and he got 100 of yeah. them. Well, am I shocked by that? No, I'm not shocked. And it happened in Hershey, Pennsylvania. It was when they were barnstorming into little tiny markets to see if they could get people to to watch NBA games. And he got 100. Was it impossibly hard? No, not really. Not really. The the Knicks were terrible. And nobody ever come close to getting 100 again? Nobody's even come close to 81. Okay? (laughs) And and I don't know if they ever will. mm, Yeah, it's going to be. Well, I wouldn't put anything past with that three-point shot. You catch the right day, and somebody could easily make. If Steph Curry, I think it's still what Steph has to record, like 14 yeah. him and McClay. Kobe that night mm-hmm. made seven up 13 against Toronto, which for him was very good. Now, you take a guy like Clay or a guy like Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard could he theoretically could. take like 22, 23, and he could go 16 or 17 for 22. Same yeah. with Steph Curry. Yep. I don't know if they can get to 100, but they probably could get to 70 if they make about 13, 15 or 16 okay. threes. All right. They could. That could but Luca last night. It was great. It was great. <laughs> so you Luca you were, you were up that from eight to like a, I do not. Gentlemen. I'm going to stand right by an Tell eight because of Certainly the hapless Knicks. Oh, not a hapless. Yes. <laughs> he said he needed post game. Yeah. Hey, Luca, let Luca hold on. Let Luca get that beer. He hey, he need to get a case. If I'm Jason Kidd, Luca's not playing tomorrow night. Mm. He hung over. Uh, ain't no, ain't no selling, ain't no, no, no recovery beer. Well, he I, a case. I needed a recovery beer after watching the Knicks last what night. What that you go, man? <laughs> you wasn't. I don't even drink. Beer. You wasn't saying that with thirty seconds left. All the way around. I, I kind of was. Breakfast <laughs> of champions. All right, guys, we got to go. LeBron, we got to talk about him. Is he taking back promises? He's deleted an old tweet. I mean, you know, very Plus, Micah Parsons skip. What does this potential injury mean for your Cowboys? All that and more coming up next on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, 
soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. After missing the playoffs last season, LeBron tweeted out, quote, I cannot, will not miss the postseason again for my career. This bleep hurt. The Lakers now at 14 and 20 on the season. LeBron, guys, has deleted that tweet. Shannon, he's your guy. What does this tell you? That man was hacked. <laughs> so, you know, somebody just playing games with us and knowing that, uh, you know, how we was going to respond because they'd be watching this page. People be stalking that man's page, mm. mainly you. I wish you were right about this. <laughs> Skip, you know, my grandpa used to say, boy, promises like pie crust, thin mm. and easily broken. Mm. And you promise somebody something, you need to be able to deliver that. And I think LeBron is coming to the realization. <sighs> like the LT's boy, so we got to do better than this. Yeah. And I think he's finally realizing that the team that he has with Anthony Davis being out, being in and out of the lineup, Skip, the likelihood of them making the playoffs aren't very good. I just left it up there. It is, it is what it is, Skip. I mean, damn. I mean, it's not the first time. I'm sure it's not the first time that LeBron has said something and it didn't go to go the way that he intended it to go. It no. happens. It's sports. And what you think, I mean, if he was playing one-on-one, LeBron said, you know what, if there's a one-on-one tournament and LeBron said, hey, this one-on-one tournament, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm not missing the playoffs. Yeah. But it's a team. And you can only do so much when the pieces aren't necessarily correct to fit what you're trying to do. Give him credit, Skip. I mean, he finally be broken streak. I mean, uh, uh, 30, uh, 30 point games at seven. He had 28, had about two minutes to go. I was here, man, stay in. Stay in this ball game because uh, you're probably not going to play tonight because it's a back to back in I, Miami. I, I would agree. Skip, I ain't going to you, Skip. I, 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 I didn't stay- tweet about it. He stayed in the game until there was like a minute and a half left. Well, I'd have stayed to the end because I'd have okay. gotten them two points to get it 30, kept, get me yeah, eight I, consecutive games. I, I, you know what? I buy that. And consider, I, I validate. I, I, I co-sign. Do you believe he's, I don't believe he's going to play tonight, Skip, at the back-to-back against Miami. I mean, it's back in his old stomping ground, so I think he would like to. I, I'm not going to be shocked, but I doubt it. Okay. And so, Skip, it's really not that complicated. They're not good enough. They don't have good enough players. Their bet one of the, uh, if you're going to say AD is their best player, he's out. Um, and it doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon. He's going to be out at least what, another two weeks. I, I have no idea because they are circumspect about this. Right. They, they are evasive about what's wrong with it. Right. So he's, he's averaging 28 points on 50% shooting, eight rebounds, seven assists. And they're, whatever their record is, it is what it is, 14 and 20, 13th in the West. Yep. So that's what it is, Skip. I think he came to the realization. I don't know when he deleted the, the, uh, the tweet or the, the IG post, but this is what I do know. He woke up with the realization he had an epiphany. Mm. It's not going to happen. Mm. So, LeBron on, is it Friday, will turn? 38. 38 on Friday. Is it December 30th? 30th is December 30th. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say it again. He has been on 
an unbelievable offensive tear. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I would like to have seen him get the 30. <laughs> yeah. Because that would have been how many Eight. in a row? Eight in a row. Mm-hmm. I want to see him pass Kareem just because it's it's all I got left to watch. Of the Lakers. Of the Lakers, but of him, even of him. Mm-hmm. And he's still the most interesting man in sports. Something always happens every night that he plays a game. There's always a subplot, a side story, a backstory. And I, I don't want him to fall completely out of sight where, where he just doesn't matter anymore. So what matters now is chasing, passing Kareem. Yeah. And it's going to be the biggest sideshow in the history of the NBA right. as we approach. So I didn't have any problem with him, quote-unquote, stat padding last night because he nearly got to 30. And the, the quicker he gets to Kareem, the better for the season because you need to take the, the focus off the stench that is this team without Anthony Davis. No, that's, what, that's why we need to keep chasing Kareem <laughs> so you don't focus on the stench. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I got it. All right, now to this tweet. He should have just left, let it lay because it's fine the way it is. No, nobody's going to hold it against him. Nobody's going to yank it back up off his timeline and shame him for it because, sure, he, he, was, he was hurt back when was his post, like in April or May, mm-hmm. May I guess it was. Yeah, and, when the playoffs started, yeah, he wasn't in it. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't in it, and, and he says this SH hurt. Well, yeah, it does because yeah. he's, not, he's not even in a play-in right. tournament. Correct. Uh, and he says, okay, back to watching these games. And he's a big fan, so he's for his fandom requires him to sit on his couch and watch these games because he's not going to miss these games because he's a basketball fan, right. and he's watching games that he's not involved in. Okay, just let it go. Leave it alone because if, if you don't go back and delete it, nobody even thinks twice about it. I don't think. Maybe no. there's some nitpicker who would get right. it and say, oh, well, you, you look foolish here. Right. I, I don't think he looks well, foolish. Well, uh, uh, the Lakers and Rob Lincoln, they take down their tweet that they're going to do anything they possibly can <laughs> to feel a championship team for Laker Nation because that's what they deserve, and okay. they haven't done anything. All right. So we're about to talk about our man Micah Parsons, and, and I'm going to get into how he's still – immature in in so many ways because he's still a baby in the league and his immaturity to me is showing off the field as well and we're going to get to the hand wrap that he keeps wearing in public okay this is this is the hurt child in lebron and i'm not being overly critical here because lebron still has a lot of big kid in him Mm -hmm. and it's why he's able to to do this at this age because he, he hangs with his sons and his daughter, for that matter, and, and he puts his cap on backward. He's still got kid in him, and he competes with them, and they keep him younger than he should be at going on almost 38, 38 years of age. And obviously, he's having the greatest 37-slash-38-year-old season we've ever seen because it's not even – it's, it's a joke even yeah. – that there, there's no debate. Right. Who can you even begin to compare to him? So – the, the child that's still in him is now the hurt child, and he looks back at the tweet, and he's hurt because he's putting up points, and, and he sees the handwriting on the locker room wall. We're going nowhere. Well, you don't know that yet. You're hurt right now, but, but they got, if I do the math correctly, you have 48 games left. They've played, what, 14, 20, so they played 34. You, you got 48 games to go. I don't know what could happen because just when I was ready to write them off and then AD went on his tear, yeah. right? Yeah, and then and, he went out okay, shortly after that. Which is his, Far for the history, course. right? Isn't that yeah. his, his – It happened. Yeah, that's, just, that's what happens. But my point about LeBron is 
I don't know, maybe AD will come back next week for all I know. That they're being mysterious about it, but but maybe that means he's gone for the year for but, all I know. But how about this here? Okay. If you told me AD's gonna come, let's just say for the sake of argument, AD's gonna come back in two weeks, three weeks, and he was gonna be able to play all the rest of the games with except the occasional maintenance skip, where you know he's hey, AD played, we're gonna give him off because maybe. they don't put the wear and tear on him. I might, I might, you know what, Skip? You might be on to something. Okay. But my, you can't promise me my that. My point is, he went, he went on a tear beyond LeBron's tear. Yes. What, what was it, like 10 games yes. maybe? He was the best player in basketball. I'm talking about two-way. I'm right. talking about both ends of the floor. He was the best player in the game. Well, what if he comes back and does this again? But think about that, Skip. He was the best player in the game. He was giving you the numbers. LeBron was giving you those numbers, and it was still nip-tuck. It was still like it was. It, with, with, with a minute left. The game was a, a one-possession game one way or another yep. with those guys giving you those historic numbers. Yep. So nothing is going to be easy. If you look at it, and look, they, they beat the uh, uh, the Magic last night, and they got great great contributions from a lot of different players. But can I count, Skip, can I count on that all the time? No. You, what you can't count on is how many threes. They, they made 17 yeah, threes, yeah, and they're the 26th worst three-point three shooting yeah. team in the league. But the, the point is, Obviously, the leader of this team, the leader, the face of this franchise is LeBron James. Right. Well, you, you can't risk sending a message to your teammates that we're, we're done. We're done. No, I'm sure they're looking at each other like, really? We're done? And, and we're not even to, to the turn of the calendar yeah. yet? You know, we're not even to 2023 yet? Right. Well, who's to say in 23 they couldn't go number 23 as in the real 23 as in MJ? Be the real 23. Okay. Huh? Be the real 23. Who? Goat. Goat. No, right there. there's one goat. Was that right there? Yeah. This is going to be the year of the goat. Don't do that, Scott. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. Okay. But the point is, why, why would you send a give-up message to your teammates? Well, no, I, I know you're hurt, but that's going to hurt them because they're going to say, God, really? We're done for the year? We got how many more months? You got January, February, March, April. April. You got four more months of basketball left, and, and we're just going through the motions now? No, nah, I mean. I don't think LeBron really believes that. I, I, I just think he had a bad night, LeBron a bad said, moment. We got four more months. I saw what we've been putting out there for the first three months. Well, and if I it's think. anything like that the next four months, we're not going to make the playoff. No, nah, I agree with you. I wouldn't have taken it down. I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's up there. It's up there. It, it's okay. No, nope. <laughs> I mean, Who's going to hold that against him? Wasn't that a positive tweet? Like, a, yeah. Who, who wouldn't? You, you'd tweet that. I yeah. Mean, I, I mean, of course come I on, you're a competitor. You just say, not on my watch. No, right. This is never going to happen again. Right. I'm never going to miss the playoffs again. And this happened. Yeah. Okay? And yet, Russ is playing, dare I say, great. Yeah. Right? Six of 11, one of three, two of two for the free throw line, 13 rebounds, 13 assists. And only four turnovers. Like I said, Skip, if he give me 13, 13, 15 turnovers, you could turn, I mean, uh, assists, yeah. you could turn the ball over four or five times. I'm okay. good. He is the runaway six man. Of the oh, game. yeah, not even close. Is anybody else in the running? <laughs> I don't know. How do you have another candidate? Uh, 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 no, because I think Jordan Clarkson starts. Yeah. So that's the only he guy. He's out. He's yeah, out so of that. I don't know. I don't even know who else is in the running. Okay. So Russ accomplished something last night. The, the, he, he tied the all-time record for triple-doubles off the bench, a guy I covered in Dallas when they drafted him in the first round, Detlef Shrimp. Right. Well, he, he's done the three off the bench in, in December yeah. alone. Well, right. what do you think is going to happen from here right. on? You don't think he's going to wind up with 10 or 12 or whatever triple-doubles uh, off the bench? Supersonic Detlef Shrimp in Indiana, Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> he was, yeah. He was Dallas Maverick Detlef Shrimp <laughs> yeah. for a while. But the point was well, he wasn't bad, but right. he wasn't great. But, right. but the point was he ended up coming off the bench. Well, the, the point for you is 
Russ is way better than he was last year. Uh, absolutely. And he has found his home coming off the bench, and his minutes have been reduced from about 34 last year to 28 this year, right. and it's just the sweet spot, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. So Darvin Ham did that. You're not playing much defense, but your offense can be explosive featuring LeBron and if you get AD back. Right. Well, th- don't tell me you're completely out of making the play-in tournament. Don't tell me. So you d- leave the tweet alone. Don't you just think he had a bad night, like he was down and they, they've lost whatever it's yeah, in a row. They lost uh, four in they, a row. It probably took it down after they who, – who did they lose to the other night? Oh, they lost on Christmas Day. They Dallas. lost to Dallas. yeah. So, yeah, you're like, yeah. Well, because they, they gave, gave up 50. Yeah, we just gave up a 50-piece in, in the third quarter. Okay, he had a bad night. Oh, he didn't have a bad night. They had a bad no, night. No, no, I mean he had a bad night after the oh, game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he probably had too much eggnog. He's like, <laughs> Maybe. And, yeah, it is. It's Christmas yeah, night. He, and, and I assume they went straight to Orlando. Yeah. So you're away from the, the family, family on you, Christmas night. Yeah, because he was talking about, you know, he's talking to the kids, you know, Savannah and, and Bronny and Bryce and yeah. Jerry. Daddy miss y'all, okay. so I got to do this. Hey, so All you know, right. and then you know, Orlando, everything's already closed because you know at, at nine o'clock. So by the time you got there, what nothing good, to... nothing good. Okay, and he says, "God, I look terrible with this tweet. I'm gonna take it down." No, don't. Yeah, just skip. I mean, you know, you're in Orlando. It's Christmas. You want to be with your family. You ain't got nothing to do, and you scrolling. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> Delete. Okay. All right. There you I'm go. Thinking, I'm thinking that's what he did, Skip. But I was like, man, I, I would have left, left it up there. But, like, look, that, that's that's him. That's what that's how you feel that he felt at the time. Um, I don't think you can go – I don't know if you can go back and pull it, put it back up. Mm. But it is what it is. Yep. Well, I wouldn't want to be a teammate Maybe the new today. year will bring some yeah, you fortunes for I'm, your Lakers. Do your job. Do your job. They did it last night. <laughs> they did. Mm. And the Cowboys got their job done, too, versus the Eagles. But yep. now Micah Parsons, as Kip mentioned, he was wearing a hand wrap on Christmas Day. When, speaking of LeBron, he took this picture with him. Then Micah seen yesterday wearing another hand wrap while talking to reporters. Now, Parsons says it doesn't need x-rays. He's good to go. However, let's not forget he has had just one sack in the last four games. So, Shannon, what do you make of this hand wrap? Nothing. Uh, he said it was nothing. He said he's not going to get an x-ray. He's not going to get an MRI. So it tells me he's not concerned. The Cowboys not concerned. Because if they were concerned, Skip, you better believe they'd be getting an MRI or an x-ray on that hand to make sure there was nothing wrong. Uh, as he said, you know, sometimes, Skip, <clears throat> you bang helmets. I mean, he does a lot of, you know, trying to beat offensive linemen, trying to take on blocks. And sometimes your hand gets smashed. You, gets, you know, hit it on a helmet, uh, uh, between a helmet or something. Um, and it's probably just normal bumps and bruises for week 16. No, excuse mm. me. Let me take that back. Week 17 yep. of an NFL season. And anybody that doesn't have any rap, anything wrapped or any bumps and bruises, you ain't were played hard enough. Yep. So I, I'm not going to make anything out of it, Skip. Yeah, I understand that his numbers are down from where we expect Micah to be. Um, but that's because we play so much on him. He's been so good, so quick, is that we expect him to go out there and get two sacks every game. And we that's that's impossible. Yeah. Uh, and so and, and that's what happens, Skip. I mean, you you have a situation where you go get uh, a stretch a month and you might have five or six sacks, excuse me, in a month. Yeah. And then you go a month and you might only have one sack. And then you turn it on again. Yeah. Um, but the guy has what, 26, 26 sacks, 27 sacks uh in his first two seasons. Only Alden Smith and Reggie White can say they had more. Mm. So, for me, Skip, I'm not making a whole thing up, uh, anything out of it. He's just got to, hey, suck it up, play tomorrow. He's going to play tomorrow. I expect him to play well. 
Um, the quarterback that they have is a rookie. He's very limited. They want to run the football. Dan Quinn is going to stack the box, going to stack the box to make sure Derrick Henry can't beat them. And then they're going to tee off on uh, Willis. Yeah. So, and by the way, speaking of decimated, the Titans are decimated. I look at their injury report yesterday. It, it was walking wounded. It, it looked. Was, it looked like a Bell South phone book. That is true. <laughs> it did. All right. Back to Micah Parsons. I'm his biggest fan. Obviously, we made our video thanks to DJ Steve Porter, and we played it to death because we loved it because we love him. But what do you always tell me is the bane of the existence of superstars through history? Expectations. So I'm going to take my share of the blame here before I launch into this because I pushed too hard for him too early. And I did bring up Lawrence Taylor, and I thought he at least belonged in the early conversation. Yeah. He was starting to show right. he could have that kind of impact in a different way than Lawrence did, because Lawrence was, had grown man strength <laughs> on football games. And he backed me up. He backed us up yeah. through about three quarters of the season. And then he hit some kind of a wall, or maybe he started running into better and better offensive lines because mm-hmm. the Eagles are really good in the offensive yes. line. And it's just hard to beat it. Because they're smart and they game plan, they run at you occasionally, they make you think, they keep you on your heels, mm-hmm. they run away from you, Minshew would roll out away from you, and it just gets harder and harder and you get more and more frustrated. Now, back to the rap. I don't love wearing the rap in public. He even wore it to the Mavericks game and he got a picture taken with his idol LeBron and he's got the rap on his hand. And to me, I'm just interpreting from a distance you're just trying to make everybody aware. I, I got something wrong with my hand. Shannon, you know and I know, this deep into a football season, they all have something yeah, wrong. Yeah. Everybody's got yeah. something wrong somewhere. It's your ankle. It's your foot. It's your knee. Well, if you don't have anything your, wrong, Skip, you ain't playing. You You're ain't probably playing. the practice squad guy. You ain't uh, playing in games. Your shoulders are beat Absolutely, to hell. yes. Everything's beat up. Your head hurts. Mm-hmm. Your This hurts. Everything aches when you get up in the morning. So I believe – that his pride is hurt, and it's just like I was talking about LeBron. He, he is still – he's 23 years of age. He's still got a lot of kid in him because he just hadn't grown up yet. and His body hasn't grown up quite yet. And it's childish pride. It's, it's, it's hurt kid where you're like, okay, I'm going to show you. I, I'm going to wear this around. I'm going to wear it in my picture with LeBron, and I'm going to wear it when the media gets allowed right. into our locker room yesterday. Right. I'm going to wear it just so you guys know – I do have some excuse over here because my hand hurts like hell. Right. He was listed as limited in practice right. yesterday. Well, okay. he's been limited like the last three okay. or four weeks. Right. You know, he had up respiratory, whatever the case what, may be. What, whatever it is. I'm sure at this juncture of the season, Skip, he's probably not practicing a whole lot. Yeah. Trying to save his leg, trying to save his body. Okay. So I'm going to read some of Micah's quotes because they're defensive quotes to me from a defensive player. But you don't need to be defensive when you're Micah Parsons. He was the... Defensive Rookie of the Year, yeah. and I thought he was in the conversation Unanimous. last year yeah. for, for Defensive Player of yeah. the Year. So he starts off saying, hey, it's football. It's the reality of it. it. We play a physical sport. That's all. I'm good, though. Okay, I'm good with that. Right. But then he goes into, it's not as easy as everyone or, or I may look for, for, for or other guys make it look to make it seem. I promise you, sacking the quarterback's not that easy. Okay, no. we, 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 yeah. we buy that, okay? Yeah. Especially when they're game planning against it and they don't want you to get going. Yep, we get that. But he goes on. This is just pure defensive, and this is wrong. You don't need to be this way. But if anybody wants to take my job and step in my shoes, you're more than welcome. 
I'll hand it over and see how you do. Well, you yeah. know and I know. You don't <laughs> yeah. need to say that. You're a Micah bleeping Parsons. Well, he, hear, he hears the, everything, the, the, the numbers that I got. In his last four games, yeah. he has one sack, zero yeah. forced fumbles. Well, so he's hearing that, not only through, by us, but everybody else that's talking everybody. about the Cowboys and talking about him. So he hears that. So, yes, he's like, oh, y'all think this bleep is easy? Yep. Y'all think just get, because I make it look easy or some of these other guys make it look easy or what Nick Bosa is doing, yep. it's not easy. It's not easy. Because they're not just letting me say, okay, go get the quarterback this time. <laughs> they're, as he said, they're game planning. But, Michael. The mere fact that they're game planning for you lets you know that you're yep. special. Yep. They don't game plan for everybody. They don't go into a game saying, oh, we got to stop this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got – no, 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 no. You, you get that. The, the two guys that they're playing, they're like, look, we got to be very cautious when we throw it at number seven, which is Diggs, and we got to worry about number 11. Those, that, that's what you worry about with that caliber Cowboys. Maybe defense. in reverse order, but go ahead. Yeah, but yeah. No, no, I'm no, just saying. I got it. Yeah, right. no, we, hey, let's be careful. Mm-hmm. And if we throw it, if we throw it seven, let's double move him first. And what do they get him with? What did AJ Brown get him with? Double move. And if, every time you get him, you get him with a double move because he he want that cheese. He will jump. And he got he mm-hmm. got tremendous hands. And if the ball touches hands, yep. it's going the other way. It is. I agree. Micah has nothing to be ashamed no. of. No, because he's had a sensational year. You could argue the second best year to the guy in San Francisco. But you and I both agree, as of two weeks ago, Nick Bosa took over Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Well, there's no shame in that. No. And there's no shame in having one sack in the last four weeks. It happens. Mm -hmm. And you are getting beaten up. You you haven't fully matured. You're taking a pounding that you've never taken before. And against Philadelphia – he, he was playing, uh, to, to my eye, I'm eye testing, he was playing his guts out. Right. He just couldn't get home. Right. So we had the stat, I was trying to give him a break yesterday, right. that rate. pass rush win rate, mm-hmm. and he had the highest of the whole NFL weekend. Right. Okay, he had the highest, but he had no sacks. Right. And you said, well, what, 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 and <laughs> what's the result? Yeah. Well, there was no result. You got to finish. You got to get the guy okay. on the ground. But I like Skip, if you notice, he was talking about when uh, uh, Brian Balding or Baldy was breaking him down. Yep. You see, he's trying different things. He, he realizing, I just can't win with speed anymore no. because they're playing me for speed. Mm-hmm. So I got to, in game, you got to try things. You saw him try with the freeze technique, like, uh, and I'm yep. going, I'm going. Mm-hmm. And so, He's going to work. He's going to get yep. better and better. I like the fact that these guys go to have a summit, a pass rush summit. Uh, uh, Chuck Smith, who's a great pass yep. rusher uh, uh, for the Falcons, mm-hmm. he puts on a summit and help these guys uh, with the chop and the, and the club and the rip and the hump and all those different moves. Mm-hmm. And I like that. He's 23. There's so much more information that he's going to gain over the next two to three years that's going to help it. If you think he's good now, yep. Wait, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. somebody sung a song. You think if you think you're lonely now, yeah. wait until tonight. Yep. If you think he's good now, yep. wait until tonight. Okay. He's gonna get better because he'll have a better understanding, and he'll have a book, different pass rushers give that he'll accumulate. Okay, this is what this guy right tackle likes to do. This is what this left tackle likes to do. This is how they played me last time, and he'll know offensive coordinators when they change. He'll say, "This is what they did to me. This is what he did to me when I was when he was over here." So I'm expecting something very similar. Start compiling notebooks yep. of how you beat certain guys, what the guy did to neutralize one of your moves, mm-hmm. and then go from there. He will get better. Okay, so Mike McCarthy, and you can't <laughs> blame him for this, he tried to make the case. He is the defensive player of the year. Well, which you, you, you can't. But, but, but he's, he's doing what he yeah, needs to I do. Absolutely. You're supposed okay. to support your guy. You're supposed okay. to back him. But he's got nothing left except to push what Micah does on some rare plays when he runs down the quarterback or runs down a receiver or a ball carrier. So he's, he's 
promoting that. He's pumping. Do you realize how, how many times Micah chased down Gardner Minshew? Well, there are a couple of times when he took my breath away because he chased down Gardner Minshew and ran him out of bounds, right. and he had to run literally across the football yes. field. Well, he can do that because he's way faster than Gardner Minshew. Exactly. Is, right? And you, love, and you love to see the effort. Okay. You love to see the effort. Remember the play against Detroit that, that saved the football game? Right. He runs the guy down at like the half-yard line, right. and on the next play, Jamal Williams, who hadn't fumbled. I don't think he's fumbled in his career. Right. He, he, and he, he is leading the league in rushing touchdowns, yeah. Jamal, as we speak. Right. And, and he gets rocked in the hole by Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. The ball's up right. in the air, and we dodge that one. Right. Why? Because of a it, – it's beyond a hustle play. It, it's yeah. like – those, nope, are game, those are game-saving plays right there. Yeah. And those what the defensive coordinator and the team, uh, uh, Coach McCarthy probably put that play up the night before the game yep. and says, okay, this is the type of effort yeah, that we this need. Is what it is. If, if we can get this type of effort, guys, these are winning plays. Mike would always do that. Brian Billick would always, they would always show us plays that maybe everybody didn't get an opportunity no. to see. No. But this is the type of effort that you need. And that effort that he showed on that play, because I thought it was a touchdown. Yeah. And had Michael Parsons not did that, it would have been a touchdown. A easy touchdown. But yep. he needs to understand, teams are going to try to neutralize you. Mm-hmm. Now, what's your counter? Now, they've countered you. Now it's time for you to counter them back. Yep. So McCarthy's left with only one point to sell is, look at the hustle. Look at the effort plays. <laughs> okay, we get it. But the voters aren't going to vote for hustle plays. Well, it's not like it's not like Nick Bosa ain't hustling. Because you see that joke, how he's been in the corner at his size and just driving, I mean, driving uh, uh, Lyman. He's, he's been, you're right, Skip. I mean, up until about the, the last month. Yep. Michael was one. I think Bosa was two. Yeah. And then Bosa just took off. He just took off. He's bigger than Micah. He's, it looks to be like he's stronger than Micah because yeah. he's older than Micah, mm-hmm. okay? All that's out ahead of Micah, so he doesn't need to take this personally. No, he doesn't need no, to take it to no. heart. He, he doesn't need an excuse. No. There's no he's been tremendous. And I, I'll say it again, even though my offense was stunning the other day against yeah. Philadelphia's yeah. defense because that's a really good defense, I still say in the end, my team will go as far as Micah in this defense carries my team. Right now, they're carrying it in a way I didn't see coming. They're just taking the ball away. Right. And they're easily the leader in the NFL in taking the ball away. Okay. They were the leader for a long time in sacks. Right. Now they're not. They're falling off to like fourth. Well, okay. So I would like to see that come back. That's a different inflection of him. It is. Because he's falling off. He's falling off. Because okay. they, I mean, for the most, like I said, I'm game planning. If I'm an offensive coordinator, I'm worried about really, I'm worried about two people. Yep. He and Diggs. That's it. Those yep. guys that can I, beat me. I know, I know it. what his guy can do because I've seen him on tape, and I know what Diggs will do. You better not be fooling around with him now. You just talk about, oh, we're going to run a speed out, or we're going to run a dig. No, mm, no, you're not. No, you're not. You can get him. You, you can <laughs> you burn better double him, move him. But, but you better be careful with him because that dog bites. Yes. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to skip anything. I'm double moving him yeah. just to put that thought in his head. Mm-hmm. Because you see how they got him early? You see how Devontae Smith did? They ran down on fourth down? The goal line. They just got him because they you, knew he jumped the tight end you got yeah. You got to show him something yeah. and do something other than what, mm-hmm. what he sees. Because if you do what he thinks, mm. he's going to house you. Yep. Or hope your quarterback can tackle because he's going to have to. Micah, you're okay. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's young. Yep. Cowboys certainly hope so, guys. Skip, to your point, as of week 14, the Cowboys led the league in sacks. Since then, in three games, only one. All right, gentlemen, moving on. Another Hall of Famer is becoming a head coach at HBCU. Ooh, 
We're going to give you the very latest and unbacked no situation on the other side of this break. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Hall of Fame safety, Ed Reed. He's the next head coach at Bethune-Cookman. Congratulations, Ed. The university made the announcement yesterday. Reed, of course, a five-time All-Pro player, plus winning a Super Bowl with the Ravens. Shannon, what's your reaction to this latest hire? I'm very happy for Ed. Um, played against him, took it, broke him down on tape, watched him after I retired. In my estimation, he's the greatest safety there. You, you didn't cross his path. In no, 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 no. Yeah, he came. I, I, the year I left, he came. Came, okay. Um, and so, know him. And I talked to him, but I, I don't remember why I talked to him recently, Skip. And I asked him about coaching because I think he was in, like, some advisory role at, 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 the, uh, U. at the U. Yep. And he said, well, my son, he got a son, a teenage son. I think he might be in high school now. And he says, I want to see him. I want, you know, I want to be there for him see him play, do, do his thing, and then I'll entertain it afterwards. And so I was surprised by the how I mean, I was surprised that he, that he, that, that he took a head coaching job that's going to possibly take him away from seeing his son, yeah. you know, grow up as far as and play sports. But I'm very happy for him. Um, it's hard to argue his skills. There's no debating the plays that he can make, his understanding, his knowledge of the game. But coaching is more than about what you know. Can you assemble a staff that know? Yep. And teach because you can't teach every player. And so that's what uh, uh, time Coach Prime was able to do. He assembled a great staff. He, did. he had Zim. He had yeah. uh, uh, Dennis Thurman. He, he had Mathis. Yeah. He's, had, he's gotten guys that know the game. Obviously, he's going to oversee everything. And so that's what Ed's going to have to do. He, he got Alabama's coordinator to, to go to Colorado. He got Kent State's head coach as an OC. Ooh. So that's what Ed's going to have to do. Ed knows the game. It's all about your staff, and it's about recruiting. Can you hit the trails and get the type of the recruiting trail and get the type of player that you need in order to win games? Mm. I'm, I'm, very ha- I'm very happy for Ed. Uh, hopefully he has success. But we can't measure because I know it's going to happen, Skip. Mm. But this is what Coach Prime did. Yep. You can take Coach Prime no time. Yep. 
Don't treat this like Michael Jackson and Thriller. <laughs> Let everybody be unto themselves. Yeah. Michael, he, could, he couldn't contain himself because he could never make another album to do 100 million copies. Even though bad, and the, the, the albums that came after that were doing 10 and 12 million copies, yeah. he like, but it's not Thriller. Mm. Everybody that comes to these historically black universities, especially if they're in, from the NFL, they're not going to be Coach Prime. No. There's only one of that guy. <laughs> I've told you he's as rare a human as I've ever encountered. Right. And you know him very well. I do. I loved that Ed took this challenge. I loved it for Bethune-Cookman mm -hmm. in Daytona Beach, Florida, because yep. you, you can argue in one day they got more publicity than they've gotten in their historic life. True. Now the hard part starts because Dion set that bar high, high, he did. high. Dion went and recruited a Travis Hunter out from under Georgia and Alabama and USC. Florida name State. them, everybody. They wanted Travis Hunter because he's a difference maker of the highest caliber. I assume he's going to be a high NFL pick at some point because he goes both ways. And I watched that the the bowl game, whatever you call the bowl, <laughs> yeah, yeah, celebration. Yeah, but but he caught the the touchdown pass that tied it and sent it to overtime uh -huh. from Shadour, from yeah. Dion's son playing Correct. quarterback. Correct. He's, he's a cornerback by trade, and I assume he's going to one day be a Pro Bowl cornerback because he's being taught by the greatest ever. Right. Well, you can argue that Ed Reed is the greatest free safety who ever played. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he is, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Our, our guy, Rod, your, yeah, your guy, Rod Woodson. It, it's so. close, but, man, the, the, and both could take the ball away. That's what Skip, that's where I separate them from the other guys because the other safeties couldn't take the ball away like Ed and like Rod could because no. they, they were like receivers. I, I, there's no question in my mind. Obviously, Rod played offense, and I think Ed probably played offense in, in, in high school also. Yeah. But his ball skills and the way he can fool you and to make you think you see something that's not there and the way he could show up, well, yeah. Brady always said Ed Reed was his toughest competitor because <laughs> he just couldn't read him. He yeah. just couldn't he, he couldn't guess with him. He couldn't outguess. Because a lot of times, Skip, he would do things that now nah, he ain't gonna do that. That's so unsound. Yeah. Why would you do that? Mm -hmm. He's like he ain't gonna do it. And the Get next it. day, you know, he he's showing up on your doorstep and he has the ball in his hand. And would you believe he still leads all time? NFL return yardage. Mm -hmm. He's the all time leader. Yeah. Okay, so he's got all that on his resume. Mm -hmm. Not to be questioned, and it will open doors for him. But the, the first order of business is Deion Sanders has this natural charisma that you know because you've been in the force field. And I don't, I don't know Ed from – I do know Deion because yeah. I've been around him a lot. But, but Ed from a distance, it, I, I don't sense the same charisma level that Deion nah, has. No, they're, 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 they're different. They're, I mean, he has a swag about yeah, him because does. I think if you go to the U, you have to have that swag. Yeah. But he's a – He's a lot more reserved. He's a lot more quiet. Quiet. He's quieter than what than, than what coach is. Yeah. Uh, coach has that big personality. It'd be interesting to see when he goes into these moms and grandmoms and families' home and sit down and try to recruit. Because you got to recruit the parent. You do. And the child, because more times than not, the child is gonna is being steered by the adult in the house. Yep. So that's who you've got to win over. And if you can do that, now they ain't got no nil money. Mm -mm. They nope. got none of that. Nope, they don't. <laughs> so, so what does he have background-wise? Well, he's been an advisor at the U for three years, and for a season in Buffalo, he served as kind of an assistant. Right. Uh, yeah, with Rex, right? Yeah, with the – I think he coached receivers? Yeah. Or, yeah, he, but he was an assistant coach, yeah. maybe assistant to the assistant, but he was, I think, mostly observing. So right. he, he, he knows his way around right. a locker room right. as a coach. Right. So we get that. The problem is – 
Bethune has fallen on hard times because yeah, yeah, they man. were two and nine and two and nine right. the last two years. Right. Reggie Theus is not only the AD there, but he is the head basketball coach. Right. And I've known Reggie for years going way, way back. Sacramento to and, 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 and the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. But I, I went and did a story when, when they were riding high at Nevada, Las Vegas. Vegas, UNLV. But the point is, now comes the hard part because you've got to go get a couple of good players you to do. turn this thing yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. But as far as name value, and and he's fought, obviously Dion kicked his door in. Yeah, he, he's the yeah. one who opened it up because I, I'm not sure Ed would have taken this job if Dion hadn't right. taken the job in the first place. Because Skip, you know, we Eddie 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 George at Tennessee State. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you got. Uh, Rob, uh, Eddie Rob mm-hmm. is at Alabama State, is, which is yep. his alma mater, yep. and now you got um, Ed at, at Bethune. Yep. So uh, these, I mean, op- if guys want opportunities, I think the the, the coaches, I mean, the, the these universities would be more than willing to give them a name sure. recognition because they're gonna get guys, they're gonna get a few players just because that's Ed Reed or just because he's Eddie George or just because he's uh, Eddie Robinson. Yep. So you're gonna get a few players, but. You're gonna need a few more really good players in order to turn pro because they, they, I mean two and nine, Skip. Yeah, you gotta you, you, you when you're two and nine, you you need a lot of players. Yeah, it ain't no you ain't no one player away. You 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 a lot of players you're away. You're a lot of players away. Now to the question of the moment: If just for instance, but, Savannah State <laughs> ever called and said, Shannon, we need you to come home and save our program, would you do it? Would you become the head coach at Savannah State or in, name some place? I don't know, Jackson State. No. no. I have skip because I don't have patience. Yeah. I, I, I got patience for my dogs, yeah. but I don't have patience. I, I can't tell you, I can't go over something with you 15 times. Yeah. And then we get in the game and you blow it. Because yeah. then I'm going to blow it. I'm going to blow it. That's just how I am. So I would just like, hey, I would prefer to just uh, sit back and if guys reach out and say, well, you know, what are you thinking? Yeah. And I tell them what I see. Uh, but for the most part, no, Skip. I, I've never had a desire to coach. Never. You have to have extreme patience because especially that's why I've been so in awe of what Dion's done. No one ever did it, did, did it the way Dion did it. Skip, and, you don't know how many and, times we're on the phone. Yeah. I mean, we, we talk every week yeah. and we're on the phone 30, 40 minutes. I was like, and one of the things I always, bro, how? You do realize you were, you were time. You, you, you were who you are. Say, man, I just love the kids. I got to get these. Kids, I got to. I got to get these kids this knowledge. I got to get the kids this wisdom. But I said, well, you, bless but your you heart. have to accept <laughs> that none of those kids will ever be, be you. No, they no, won't. No. I don't, tra- Travis Hunter, as great as he might be, will not be this man. No. So you and if you to, didn't see it, Skip, yeah. and I think, and people don't even when you watch him on tape. You watch him on. You see his highlights on yeah. YouTube. And you pull him up. You had to see him in person. To, to get a sense, like, I saw Jordan play in person, so I have a greater understanding. Yep. I saw LeBron play in person. I've seen some of these guys play in person, or the Bradys and the Mannings, so I have a greater appreciation. To see what this man could do and how fast he was moving and how effortless he made it look, it's not easy because he's running as fast backwards or as a receiver's running front, forward. Mm-hmm. And to be able to open your hips and turn, like I said, the greatest play I saw him run is Rocket Ismail. Ran a post route. And when I say he had no help, there was no safety. So they played zero coverage, and, and he ran a post route. Dion was in the trail, and the quarterback said, I got him now. And he threw it. Dion took off, jumped over the top of him, picked it off over Rocket Head, and held the ball up and came back the other way. He's like, I got – don't try me. Don't try this. <laughs> when was – was this in Atlanta? No, he was – was he in Atlanta? He might have been in Atlanta. Might have been in Atlanta? He might have been – 
forget what hit might have been Skip, but it was one of the more impressive that somebody runs a, a post route with no help. He goes over his back, picks it, and picks the ball and has, holds the ball up over his head. You had to witness it to see how fast he was moving. In a in a beach game, they were running like had a relay, and Rod Wilson ran four. Rod came out of college running four two eight because he was a sixty meter hurdler guy. Think about that four two eight. Four two eight. They play. They're on the sand. They had a relay. Dion ran by Rod so quick. If you didn't see it with your own eyes, if somebody would have told you, say, man, please. Man, it's like, y'all make it seem like Rod's slow. And Rod was really, really fast to be a big corner. Rod was like 210 and ran 4-2, and ran 4, like 4-2-8. Time was the most impressive thing as far as like athleticism that I've seen. And I saw Bo. I was in the league when Bo played. Mm-hmm. And Bo was really impressive for a man that size. Yeah. But the fluidity in which time could move. Did you see the relay? The beach relay? Yes. I yeah, I was, I was standing there. Yes. I never heard of this one. Yes. They used to have, they used to have a beach. They used to have uh, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, at the Pro Bowl skip. Yeah. And when Robert Edwards messed up his knee, yeah, ended up yeah, losing his career, they did away with it. Okay. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I absolutely Because I only know the, the classic story of he just took his track suit off oh, yeah. at the combine and said, I, I don't need to stretch. <laughs> yeah. You guys ready? Yeah. He he he, uh, he, he shared that story on the bunch of column and how yeah. he was uh, – because back then, Skip, the, uh, it wasn't as organized as it is. And so people all over the place. And so he backed into a room, and it was the Giants. <laughs> and, you know, they they hand him a thing. And he's like, well, what? he's looking at it. He's like, well, hold on. When y'all pick? He's like, I think we picked 10. He said, y'all won't be there when y'all pick. And got him walked out the room. <laughs> so <That's-> he <laughs> – that, right. That's that's him. That's it. That, that's who he is. And what did he run at the combine? He ran, I think he ran four two seven, four two eight. He said he just took off his track, no stretch. He said he never stretched. <laughs> say he's always been tight. He said I can't touch my toes now. I mean, you only have eight of them, so he can only touch yeah, eight yeah. toes. But Skip, he, but he's just a good. I mean, he's just a good dude. He's just he a, a really, good really yeah. good dude. And it. he gonna good luck, Ed. I hope, hopefully luck. you can do it. But you got to get you got to get a couple of players yes, and get sir. you a, get you a great staff. Mm-hmm. Guys, you know he still holds the record for interception return yards. Not bad for a guy drafted all the way back in 02, right? Yeah, he's probably going to hold it for a while. <laughs> yes, indeed, Shannon. <laughs> oh. Best of luck to him with his career with the Wildcats. All right, guys, let's go back to this amazing feat by Luke. Yeah, let's Don- do that. Dante's let's do that. Night. Yes, a 60-point triple-double. 60? Where, guys, does it rank all time? <gasps> let's discuss that when Undisputed returns. Luka Doncic, history-making. He notched the first-ever 60-point, 20-rebound triple-double last night. The Mavs won 126-121 to in OT versus the Knicks. Now, Luka's 60 points, that ties the record for the highest-scoring triple-double in NBA history. He's doubled down and on records there. Shannon, where would you rank this among the greatest individual NBA games? In my 54 years of living, about to be double nickel in June, I go back, I can remember probably 77 is one of the earliest I can remember NBA basketball. It's the most impressive thing that I've seen. Hmm. Now, Skip, when Wilt scored 100, he had 25 rebounds. He also had a game in which he had 78 points and 43 rebounds. <laughs> I mean, he had three, he scored, I think he scored 70, at least 70 points six times. I saw Devin Booker when he went and got 70. I remember Kobe Bryant when he scored 81. It was on a Sunday night because the Broncos had just lost the AFC Championship game to Pittsburgh. Yep. And I was with my good friend who was on uh, 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 an assistant coach at the time with the Broncos, Keith Burns. Mm. Uh, MJ's 
I saw that. I was a senior in high school. I think it was April of 86. This was the most impressive thing that I've seen. For the simple fact, Skip, it's not the 60. Even though the 60 came in a very efficient manner, only 31 shots. That's crazy. That's KD-esque. That's LeBron-esque to, to, to get that many points in an efficient manner. It's the 20 rebounds. It's the 20 rebounds that's the most impressive. Luke is only 6'7", and he got 60 efficiently, 20 rebounds and 10 assists. So not only did he do get his, he made sure everybody else got theirs. And he did it in a winning manner because Book lost 131-20. MJ lost 135-131 in double overtime. Kobe them did win uh, 122-104. So for me, Skip, since I've been watching basketball and I go back to 1977, yep. so that's 35 years, what I saw last night was the most impressive thing on an NBA court as far as totality. Now, you know, look, I know uh, uh, Elijah Wan had a quadruple-double. Um, Alvin Robertson had a quadruple-double. And David Robertson had a quadruple-double. Mm-hmm. Skip, I didn't see those. Mm-hmm. I see what I got an opportunity to see with my own two eyes. Lucas 60-20-10 was the most impressive. Okay. So you said in our previous conversation that you don't have a lot of patience, so you're going to have to have some with me (laughs) because I'm going to do it again. I still have some issue with the degree of difficulty here, even though I take nothing away from the numbers. And I do love it that you're fixating and emphasizing the rebounds because the rebounds are what what are more impressive to me because he got five on the offensive glass. He had two other teammates who got one offensive rebound, but he led his team by far with five. That's just desire. Right. I don't know what got into him, right. but he, he's, he's Rodman-esque as a rebounder yes. because he's a below-the-rim rebounder. Yes. There are nights I, I'm not even – he dunked one time like three weeks ago, and I was like, oh, I didn't know he could dunk. But everything's below the rim. Once he gets in the lane – He's virtually unstoppable yeah. because he's playing at a different rhythm than everybody else yeah. is. And you can't time him up. You can try, but you can't time him. Right. You can't keep him from the glass, even though he's not going to dunk on you. Right. He's just going to make you look silly. Right. Okay. So he can be Rodman-esque, who was also Dennis Rodman, if you remember, below the rim rebounder. Yeah. And I don't know what was Dennis, like 6'8", maybe? Yeah, he probably 6'7", yeah. 6'8", yeah. yeah. Same, same ballpark. Yeah. Of, of, and and kind of same – Body type and and Dennis. It, it wasn't nobody. No, it, Luca. It, it ain't nothing says nothing. It ain't nothing said that's that's a, a lifetime body. No, that's no, I, that's, I got that's Equinox body, Jim. No, no, I got on it. the basketball but, court. But, but I covered Rodman and and he didn't have any ripped torso. Yeah, he it was just natural by that point with the Bulls. It was right. grown man strength. Yeah, but it was all up here. Right, it's timing it. It's seeing it. It's feeling it. It's anticipation of the carom, right. and he's got it because he's got genius to right, it, right? Right, right. Okay, so the, the 21 rebounds and the five off, those are extremely high. Yes. But I'm going to say it one more time. I was disappointed in the Knicks because Jalen Brunson's got some hip issue that developed in the last five minutes of the Christmas Day game against the Sixers, and he couldn't go in his one return date at Dallas when I figured he was going to go back and say, look what you're missing and try to light them up. So I was surprised he couldn't go. He must be really hurt. Right. And all of a sudden, R.J. Barrett, a minute and 36 seconds into the game, he tears up his shooting hand index finger, lacerates it, and he's gone for the rest of the game. And then I still don't, because I don't cover the Knicks, I don't know why Cam Reddish has been completely doghoused. He won't let him see the light of play. Correct. And 
I've always respected Evan Fournier as, as an international player who just knows how to play basketball. Right. And he can make key clutch threes. I've, I've seen right. him do a lot of good things for Boston, and he's just completely doghoused and right. out of the rotation no matter what. Well, no matter what happened last night, because what happened is that all of a sudden you're playing Miles McBride at six feet, two inches tall. You're playing him 46 minutes, and you're starting Emmanuel quickly, who started two games all year, and you're playing him 50 minutes, and he's six feet, three inches tall. So you've got two little guards running after Luca, and, and he's laughing at him. He's right. saying, well, I got this, and I got this, and I got right. this. And the point is, you don't play anybody else. You, your five players that you're playing for a game that goes to overtime – Averaged each 45 minutes a game. Well, it's just way too many, and it's why Cam Reddish should have. He was dressed. He's sitting down there at the end of the bench. You got to let him get a little bit of run here because you're in trouble. So the shock to me was that the Knicks lost. I'm sorry, won the first quarter and the second quarter and the third quarter, and they're up 10 and then up 12 early in the fourth quarter. What is going on here? So it took a Herculean effort by Luka in the fourth quarter, yeah. and then it took two huge shots by Christian Wood right. and Dinwiddie yeah. down the stretch, and then it took an incredible – the play of the night, the play of the year, maybe Luka intentionally missing the free throw. Three Knicks get their fingertips on the basketball, and Quentin Grimes especially has his hands on the basketball, and I do not know how he does not control it. But the beauty of this, the genius of this play, is that Luca anticipates where right. the ball's going to come off Quentin Grimes' hands right. and snatch it. He, he catches it in midair and doesn't even think twice about it right. and swishes it. Yes. Listen, it's hard, man. Yes. That's As a horse shot, that's a hard shot yes. right there because it's kind of in the mid-mid-range. So, like so basically, Skip, he caught, he caught a lob. He threw a lob to himself. He did. And caught shot it, it in midair. And, 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 and as you know, an eight-foot shot is really hard to yeah. make. It's hard with because the touch. Because you don't know, if, if yeah. go, do I go yeah. out the glass or do I go straight yeah. and, in? And it's like, oh, and you just shoot it yeah. and you swish it. Mm-hmm. And and he was so out of it that because he's in the zone. Right. He's so gone. He was jumping up and down, and he was thinking, I thought we won the game. And then I look up and right. I think, uh-oh, we're right. tied. Yeah. So you got to go to right. overtime. Well, the other team shot. Okay, so now, historic performances. Listen, for, for Kobe Bryant to score 81 points, albeit against a, a, a team, that, a Raptors team that yeah. was 27-55 and 55 right. that year, that they were four, the fourth-worst team in the East, it, it, and it was – at Staples, but but 81 is 81, and he made seven of 13 three-point shots. And if if you're not seven feet one inch, Wilt Chamberlain, it's hard to score 81 yeah, points yeah, yeah. because you got to make a bunch of shots. Yeah. You got to make you got to be crazy yeah. hot. And he was 28 of 46, so he shot over 50. percent That's pretty special stuff. Yes, the 100-point game is is hard for me to dredge it up for because the Knicks were terrible. They they were second worst in the NBA. And Will did shoot 63 times. He shot 63 <laughs> times. So he's seven feet one, and and the truth is, he's playing against a lot of little white guys. Yeah. He just is, yeah. and, and he just finger rolling and finger rolling yeah. and finger rolling, and they win 169 to 147. So he scores 100 of 169 points. Well, it's sensational, right. but I can't get all worked up about it. Right. For me. The, the, the games that matter are the postseason games. Right. So if you're, if you're asking me to compare, listen, maybe because I was there and I'm his biggest fan and maybe I got right. no objectivity, but that game six that right. Jordan played in 1998, yeah. remember the circumstance, he, he scores 45 of their 87 points. Yes. They win 87 to 86. Well, he scores more than half their points. Yeah. 
Scotty was hurting. He had a back injury, mm-hmm. and he was also under the weather. And remember, Game 7 is going to be, be in, in Utah. Utah. Staying in Utah. In that Delta Center. Right. You're going to have to stay and play the mm-hmm. next night. Yeah. And I don't even know if Scotty could have gone because he was barely going in this game. Okay. And Jordan's like, well, I got this. Right. And to finish with the flourish, it's the greatest finishing, closing finish you'll, right. you'll ever see. He steals the ball right. from Carl Malone in the corner. Right. He dribbles it up the floor. Scotty's over there on the wing like, I'm open. Right. And Mike takes one glance at him and says, no, no, I, I got this. And he does a little push off on Brian Russell, but that's what they did in those days. Right. And he, that they're not going to call that. Right. And as you know, it's it's around the free throw line. He just holds the pose and right. just rips it and right. rips the heart out right. of the Utah Jazz fans, and an end of the game. Yeah, I think for me, and I, I I admit I can be a prisoner of the moment because it's it's so fresh. And I, my math was off. I said thirty five years of watching. That's forty five years because sixty eight, seventy seven. It's forty five years. But I mean. And, and like I said, I've seen LeBron have some epic. Well, I mean, his last year in, Cle- in uh, hey, Cleveland. Well, listen, I was going to put the 48-point the performance. The, oh, you're the, talking about the, the Celtic, the 45-15? No, no, the one, th- that was great, too. Oh, you know what? Against- that, that was a great game. Yeah. I'm talking about at Detroit. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. When he game scored like 28, or the, final, the, the final yes. 28? Yes. Yes. But that, that went double OT. Yes. He did uh, miss the walk-off shot to end the first overtime, right. but then he was just unstoppable. Skip, I, 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 and, and look. More emphasis should be placed on the playoffs because there's much more at stake. But when you get a 60-20 from a guard, mm-hmm. Skip, if Shaq did this, there ain't nobody going to say anything. If Kareem did this, nobody going to But you're talking about a 6-7 guy mm-hmm. that goes and gives you 60. And efficiency, Skip, 21 or 31. It's, I mean, you look, at, you look at everybody. I mean, Book shot the ball 40 times. MJ shot the ball 40 times. Yep. Kobe shot the ball 40 times. Yep. He only shot the ball 31 times. 31 times. times. No, it's sensational. It's and I, you know what? I gotta take. I gotta take one. So he was sixteen to twenty-one because he missed that last free throw on purpose. Okay, I'll give you that. That was intentional. Man. So he should get. He should get bonus points for that. Well, he almost should get a made free throw because <laughs> he he turned it into a made. But it's, it's, it's crazy. Like I said, man, this is. I don't know. If, I, I don't know if I'll ever see this see this again. I mean, sometimes Skip, you see things, you're like, well, damn. Like you, you know, you 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 see uh, hear about a quadruple double and. Nobody go. I mean, Tim Duncan almost had one of the NBA Finals game. He was two blocks short did. of a quadruple double. Yep. Or uh, two assists short of yep. a quadruple double. But anyway, I mean, he's he's amazing, Skip. And nothing. If you look at look at the guys that you okay, we mentioned Book, we look mentioned MJ, we mentioned Kobe. All these guys are athletic. All these guys can jump. Skip, he can't jump on my phone book. No, like I said. He, he actually dunked in a game, and he looked around. Everybody was like, huh? Yeah. You dunked? It's like, I mean, you looking at him, I mean, he, he, he probably can bench. What do you think he bench? Like 135? You think well, he can bench 135? I don't think he's ever tried to bench. I, I, I don't think he bench 135. Mm-hmm. But, boy, this joke get, hey, wherever he – once I saw him skip in the playoffs and I saw what he could do to Kawhi, and at that time Kawhi was still an elite defender. Paul George was an elite defender, yep. and he was toying. He's like, okay, give me you. Okay, now you give me you. And then Pat Bell, since you doing all that talking, you come in and get this too. Yep. And he would, I said, this dude for real. He's for real. At, at, 21, at 20, 21, he's doing that. So you know his mentality. And he's, I mean, you hear all these guys talking about, oh, it's easier in the NBA. And uh, uh, the left-handed kid, that, that he was at Miami, Skip, I forget. He, I think he was Brooklyn now. Uh Left hand. What did he, he say? He's from Slovenia. He was talking about how Luca. Oh, oh, Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. this kid right here, the NBA yeah, is gonna yeah, be yeah. easy. I said, okay, you will. 
Skip, he makes it look easy. He shouldn't be able to do this. He shouldn't. Nope. And he, and he Skip, he toyed with Skip. He just got he had a fifty piece on Friday against the Rockets, and now he comes to give you a sixty triple, twenty triple double. Yeah, the first time I saw it was in the bubble. Yeah, in the, against the Clippers. When we hit that game winner? No, when Marcus Morris was yeah. taking him and, and he was wearing him out because Marcus M- Morris is not to be trifled yeah, with. Yeah, he, and, and he was Marcus getting physical with him. He, he cheap shot him. <laughs> yeah. Remember, and then he turned his ankle. He turned his ankle. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, they've been some great historic. I mean, Larry Bird scoring 47 with just his left hand. Yep. He said, because I'm saving the right one for the, for the Lakers. <laughs> and so, I mean, we, I, I don't know if we'll ever see this again. I don't know if we'll ever, we'll, we'll ever see anything like we just saw last night. It's also the Mavericks' single-game season scoring record and the first 60-point game of this season across the NBA, guys. It was a great night. So much fun to watch. All right, the Lakers. Yeah, they won last night. Not quite as impressive as the Mavs, but, hey, it was a 19-point win. That we do. Is it a sign they figured <laughs> things it? out, Shannon? <laughs> that and much more when we come no. back. the hardwood we go. The Lakers snapped their four-game losing streak last night. They were four-point underdogs against the Magic. Orlando had won eight out of their last nine. LeBron scoring a game-high 28 points. Lakers cruise to a 129-110 victory. Shannon, I know this one put a smile on your face last night. What's your biggest takeaway from the game? Well, Skip, they played from start to finish. Um, they didn't have all of a sudden thought they had won the game at the half and then let somebody come out there and, and mollywop them in the third quarter. Uh, from the opening tip, they played well. They uh, got 33 points in the first quarter because sometimes they come out lackadaisical, score 12, 18 points in the first quarter, and then try to fight the word, fight themselves, fight their way back into the game. Russ was sensational. He led in plus minus off the bench, another triple-double. The Lakers have had four triple-doubles off the bench in their history. Russ has three. In as this a, month. This, as a matter of fact, he got three in 18 days. Three in 18 days, Skip. And that's the most triple-doubles off the bench since they start listing it in the box score in 1970. Russ has done that. And so when you get that kind of production, you get Lonnie Walker gave you 10, Braun gave you 28, TB gave you 21, even Pat Bev chipped in. He shot 10, four, 10 threes. Mm. Uh, Russell had 15. Troy Brown shooting the three really well, had 15. Skip, it was an all-around effort. Um, and like I said, I, was very, I didn't really expect them to win, considering I know the, uh, the Magic had played really well. <clears throat> and before I turn over you, Skip, and people say, man, y'all be talking about the Lakers and they losing. Did you know last night was the largest crowd in Magic history? Really? It, when they had Shaq and Penny. When they had Dwight Howard and they was going to the NBA Finals. The largest crowd that ever witnessed a home game in Magic history happened to be when they brought the Lakers, who is not a 500 team, that's not on top of the division, it was when the Lakers with LeBron James and Russ and them came to town. Mm, I am not surprised. I'd, I'd pay to watch them. Because you know you're watching the greatest player ever. Well, you should. Mm-hmm. You should have to pay. They should make you pay double. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna make sure, if you ever go see a Laker game, you got to pay double mm-hmm. to witness that greatness that you spoke blasphemous about. Really? I'll spill all your phony baloney all over the table mm-hmm. like you tell me. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> speaking of that, <laughs> there you go. It's a bull job. I heard. Here's LeBron from three last night. Man, there you go, if man. we could see this, please. This is what these people paid to watch last night. Can we see what happened from three? Here's LeBron from three. Oh, I got this. Ah. No, it's a little short left. I, I got this. Oh, wide up where they're daring him to shoot. A little short. 
I got this. Now the magic bench is giving him crap about it. Yeah, we we we, we about to have to pull up. You see, we about to have to pull up on him. Y'all talking reckless now. I I, 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 dare, I dare you. I wait. No, sure, you got the corner right. No, nope, it's a little short. LeBron, this one. He shot that with authority, and it was just a little short. I, honestly, honestly, I don't know what's happened to him. I don't either, Skip. He's 0 for 7 last night, and the truth is of the game last night, the biggest takeaway is they actually won in spite of him going 0 for 7 because guess what the rest of them did from three? They went 17 of 36. Well, this is the team ranked 26 in three-point shooting. If you're going to make almost 50% of your threes, if you're going to make 17, you you got a shot, man. Okay, so LeBron has now – Fallen. This is incomprehensible to me because he's not a very good three-point shooter, but he's way better than this. Okay, he has now fallen under 30%. He's at 29.4%. That ranks 151 of the qualified 153. Guess who's one notch below him? Russ. Russ is 152. (laughs) So you've got the 151st and the 152nd percentage three-point shooters on your team. Either me, you, or Jen at 153. Hey, seriously, (laughs) seriously, to his credit, he has cut his attempts down a little bit. He's down to 6.8. He has been at 8 for for the last couple of years, so he's down under 7, which ranks 35th in the league in attempts. But but I'm watching last night. The form looks good to me. Yeah. When, when he released those, but there are a couple of them for sure, because I know his game. I know when, and w- when he shoots it with conviction, I think, okay, that's in. Yeah. He just couldn't buy one. It, the, his, the, three okay. ball, the three ball hadn't been there tonight. That okay. mean, hadn't been there for okay. him this year. So, so the, the magic bench is taunting him, and AD took it personally because AD is obviously in civvy clothes. Right. He got up and walked halfway down past the scorer's table. Right. To, to tell them to sit down and shut up. Right. Okay. But they're just giving him junk about what he, because he can't make a three point shot and he's down in the 20s. Well, if, if they're going to, that, that they had his back last night, they had 17. Right. Okay. Then Russ has been, dare I say, like a godsend, like a revelation. Another triple double. So he's tied the all time Detlef Shrimp record, which he will shatter. Yeah. And yet, He's going you, – you have to put up with the turnovers because he'll still do yeah. the turnovers, right? Yeah, he's going to give me 13 assists. I don't care you, if he you, give me You don't turnovers. care. You don't care. But would you believe he still leads the old, the whole NBA in assists per 36 minutes? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Darvin Ham has done a, a brilliant thing. He has reduced Russ's minutes from 34, as he's turned 34 years of age, 34 down to 28. Well, that's a big drop-off yeah, a game if you take – Yes, it is. And he's accepting it because he can revel, he can bask in the glory of, I'm, I'm triple-doubling again off the bench. And plus, Skip, is that when you give him that kind of leeway, a lot of time it's uh, LeBron here and LeBron are not on the court at the same time, at least the beginning, and then he gets free reign. He, he gets to go speed. And he's doing a great job, Skip. He he's is. pushing the pace. He is. I mean, he gets the ball. He gets it get... off the glass, and, man, he is attacking. If you don't turn, If you don't turn around, he's going to be laying the ball up in the basket, or he's going to be – Hey, Shoveling into somebody too, you, too you late in the turn basket. around and you better take your stand because he is coming, he coming hard. He's coming hard. Right. Okay. So, as you say, 15, 13, and 13, it's not Luka numbers, but it's very impressive yeah. for a six feet, three inch yeah. guard, right? Only 11 shots. Yeah. Okay. Only 11 shots. Okay. This is what you have to put up with. I'm going to show you his four turnovers from last <laughs> night because this is who he is. 
it, 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 you, you have to accept it as part of this package, okay. but it's still, it's become a very good package. Yes. So here we go. This is just last night. We used to do this last year. This doesn't deserve clown music, but it's like, okay, that's just, it's just careless. You're, you're better than that, Russ. Okay. I'm watching this saying, come on. It's just a bad idea because there's too much traffic in there. Have an idea, have a, have, have a plan, have a plan. No, no, no plan. He got caught and he didn't know where to go with it. <laughs> I don't know. If I'm Darvin Ham, I'm, I'm like out of my mind because you have to ride nah, with that. Yeah, you have to. No, I ain't out of my mind because he already okay. gave you probably about seven, eight assists at that point. Okay, yeah. okay. I got it. But, but the point is you learn to live with that when you get this kind of productivity. Yes. And when you get this kind of effort, intensity. Right. And 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 RPM from him because right. the whole RPM of the club goes up. You yes. know, we, yes. it, it, it has new electricity. But Skip, to the it. thing that I love most about D. Ham is that he's got he's reduced LeBron's minutes. I mean, LeBron only played 31, yeah. a little over 31 minutes last night. Yep. And it's been That's around true. the 33, 34. It's not that 36, 38, 40 minutes because you're going to wear him down. You don't have to worry about making the playoffs because he'll yep. be done. He'll be uh, load managing for next year. Yep. If you keep trying to play in 38, true. 39 minutes. So I like, I like. He's he, 12 or 24. It's the 0 of 7 that, I mean, if you think about it, Skip, he'd have been 12 or 17 if he didn't attempt any threes. That is true. No, that'll, that'll really work. Yes. I thought this was your most impressive win of the year because you were a four point underdog against a team that had won eight out of nine games. Well, we eight went, out of nine. You know when we went to Milwaukee, Milwaukee? Yeah. And did that number okay. on Giannis? All right, you did that. But as far as, but you, you blew out a team that was rolling. Right? We spoke to you, you won by 19. Yeah. And your other two big wins were against like San Antonio when they were really struggling early on. And then you, you blew out we, Portland at home. We beat the Dane. Nuggets. You did. You beat the Nuggets. <laughs> but, but, as far as, but you've been telling me all those games go to the wire. Yeah, they do. This didn't come, I, I thought, in the third quarter. Is this going to go to the wire? No, nah, I mean, no. uh, Ben Carroll didn't have his best day. He didn't. I mean, he, he's been outstanding as a rookie, and he only gave you four points last night. And guess what, Pat Bev, who took him much of the night, guess what he was yelling at him at the end of the game from the bench? Number one pick my ass. This is Pat <laughs> Bev yelling at him. Okay, now you're back in business. This, this is Pat, Pat Bev. Man, 19, lead a man along, okay. man. Well, he took him. He and, did. And Ben Carroll's like, what, six inches taller than oh, Pat he, Bev? Easy. Easy. Maybe seven. Maybe, lo- maybe yeah. more. I mean, he's yeah. probably like 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, is he, is he, I was going to say 6'9"-ish. Yeah. Okay. So the, the point is Pat Bev bothered the hell out of him because he just irritated him and, and he couldn't get, it, get the handle on the basketball. And Pat Bev is trash talking. Well, at least you got your, some of your swagger back last night. We're going to be all right. Yeah? We'll be all right. Mm. We're going to be just fine. Go Jay going to get this thing. Well, you got a back-to-back, Shannon. No, we, we out Miami tonight. Miami Heat <laughs> we tonight. Out tonight. <laughs> we out tonight. Yeah, I doubt <laughs> we, LeBron would play. Yeah, we were at live last night. So <laughs> we, 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 we're, not, we're not able to go tonight. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> in Miami, then they get a break in Atlanta on Friday night. Oh, All right, gentlemen, let's talk some football. <laughs> Joe Burrow, is he on the same level, guys, as Pat Ooh. Mahomes and Josh Allen? Got to get your take on this one. That's next on Undisputed. sure has been fun this season. Their playoff picture still in flux. Needs to settle down as Joe Burrow plays host to Josh Allen and the Bills this week. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs did lock up their division already, while Justin Herbert and the Chargers locked down a wild card spot. 
Shannon, Adam Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, and Burrow. That's a pretty good list. Who are you taking going forward? There's only one correct answer. It's Patrick Mahomes. Mm. We've got to stop this notion of trying to find somebody who, who – it's not even close. It's Patrick Mahomes and then second, third, and fourth. And then you can have any – I don't care who you put second, third, third, or fourth, but Patrick Mahomes is the only answer. Until somebody gets a Super Bowl MVP, a regular MVP, a regular season MVP, and every single year they're in the MVP discussion, mm. what are we debating? What are we actually talking about? Mm. Because you look at the numbers – most seasons with 4,500 passing yards and 35 touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes has four of those in five seasons. Brady is leading with, five, with, with a five in 21 seasons. He's tied with Peyton Manning, who did it four times in 17 seasons. Drew Brees did it four times in 19 seasons. Patrick Mahomes has done it four times in five seasons. It's not, it, look, that's not to diminish any of these other guys. Joe Burrow is fantastic. Josh Allen is fantastic. I love Justin Herbert. But they're not Patrick Mahomes. And the thing, what has happened is because Patrick Mahomes has been so great, we're already just like, oh, well. No, we can't punish him. Take Jamar Chase away. Take Stephon Diggs away like they did Tyreek. So look at his numbers. Without Tyreek, look at Tyreek numbers with Tua. And think about what Patrick, Patrick Mahomes would already broken the record. Because let's just say he's not going to have, he wouldn't have the numbers that he have. But I like to think he'd have more, more yards combined than Valdez Scantlin and Juju and Justin Watson. Would you give me that, Skip? Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, if he's on this roster, he would have more yards than those three guys combined. Yep. So if you put more yards than that combined with Patrick Mahomes, he's well over 5,000. He's well on his way to breaking this record. Mm. These other guys are great. Patrick Mahomes is number one across the board. Passing touchdowns, total touchdowns, yards, yards per game, and QBR. Mm. He's eight points clear in QBR. That's just that. You love that. He's eight points clear of, uh, of Josh Allen. Mm. He's 17 points clear of Joe Burrow. Let that sink in. Mm-hmm. 17 points clear is Patrick Mahomes, and then it's everybody else. Mm. That's where he is right now. Mm. <sighs> I see this very differently than you do. From my side of the table, there's only one right answer to this, and it ain't even close, and it's Joe Burrow. Based on what? Because he's beating Patrick Mahomes three times head-to-head? He's beaten him three times and outplayed him three times head-to-head, but that's not the whole story. The story is he just plays the position at a little higher level than Patrick does. He operates the offense at a little higher, more consistent level than Patrick does. And I'm taking nothing away from Patrick, who is obviously sensational, has a bigger arm than Joe Burrow does runs with the football a little better than Joe Burrow does, but don't underestimate how Joe Burrow can take off and run and gash a defense because he moves much better than people give him credit for. Mahomes just blows me away because he looks like he's rumbling and stumbling, and, and, and all of a sudden he's got 20 yards. So he's got some shortstop left in him from his baseball days where he's very athletic playing the position. But Joe Burrow... You, you want to talk about mental and physical toughness? He, he, he got sacked more than anybody last year by far in the regular season and then again in the postseason, and he led that team through Kansas City to a Super Bowl that they were in until the last play of the game. This year, I'm reading this this morning, you think the offensive line has improved because they replaced four of the starters, yet would you believe that the left tackle Jonah Williams – has allowed an NFL worst 12 sacks, and they just lost 
My ex-Dallas Cowboys, Lyle Collins, gone for the year. So Adeniji, who's been bouncing around different positions, is going to go to right tackle. He'll probably get sacked again in the playoffs more than anybody else. You want to talk about toughness? He just bounces right up and makes another throw. I just like the way he sees the field and reads the field and operates. He's as close to Brady as anybody this side of Brady. And this is just my taste for my money. Patrick Mahomes makes too many careless mistakes. But but you do realize Joe Burrow has turned the ball over more than Patrick Mahomes, right? He has. Okay. In in weird different ways. But Mahomes have come. Remember, he lost two games with the last-second throw that got intercepted. What about those? He he lost in Indianapolis, and he lost – Obviously, to Buffalo what, with a with a game-ending interception. What about those five turnovers that Joe Burrow had in the first game? Okay, which game? The Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh game. Yeah, yeah. five they, turnovers. They, they got off to a terrible start. And then he had yet, yet, if if they just make an extra point, they win the game. And then he got sacked seven times at Dallas, and Cooper Rush got him right mm-hmm. with three big late completions yeah. in the last fifty-seven seconds. And since then, he's been on a tear. He's eleven and two right. since then. And over the last six games, according to Pro Football Focus, he's graded the number one quarterback in pro football. And I, I don't doubt that because my eye test tells me he's but the best But you do realize they play 15 games. They do. So, so they play 15 games over the last six. Yeah. But so over those 15 games, who's graded higher? One, okay. Patrick Mahomes. All right. But he didn't have Jamar Chase for three of those we games. Had, we had Tyreek for okay. a whole season. Okay. But you do have the greatest pass-catching tight end in history even a little better than Shannon Sharp was, right? Well, a little, just a little better. <laughs> nah, but he's, he's just hey, unbelievable. He is. He's yeah, sensational. He, okay, 1,200 so you, yards you, and you double You've got your security down. blanket, yeah. and when in doubt, you throw it to 87, right? Yes. Okay, so the, the point is there's something about the way Joe Burrow operates that I trust at the playoff level, and I don't trust Mahomes at the playoff level. And I remind you, in that one Super Bowl that they did win, yeah. late third quarter – he throws it to San Francisco mm-hmm. early fourth quarter. He turns right around the next series, and he throws it to San Francisco. And then what do you do? And I'm do? saying, wait a second. And what do you do? Well, he's third and 30 or whatever it was. It was yeah, like the Dak play the other day. And he throws it to Tyreek, but he just throws him like, like a punt in, into the flat. He just throws it up because he's about to get blasted. Exactly. He says, I, I know he's out there somewhere. I'll just throw it up to him. He did that. And, and it went for 40 yards, and it turned the game completely around. Right. But then Jimmy G went Jimmy Gag in the fourth quarter, and he was horrible, and he threw an interception, and he missed um, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders down near the goal line with a, what, what could have been a touchdown. It would have changed the whole narrative. Right. And – you, you got away with it. I, I don't know. Again, I'm nitpicking here, but I'll take Joe Burrow for the duration, and I believe I will win more games and more championships than you will. Well, you, well he got to win one. Know, we are, we already won up. Well, he got close last year. But we, and here's the thing. But you look at the numbers, Skip. You look at what he's doing. Mahomes, I mean, he's going to be putting these numbers up for the foreseeable future. Because yeah. I, I, I believe still Kelsey can play at this level that he's playing at at least another two, three years, Skip. It looks like it to me. And, Pat, and, and 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 so now, you go get him another receiver, somebody that can that can push that. And he's doing also Nicole Hardman. Nicole Hardman has been out of, has been out I got for it. like five six weeks. Yep. Okay. I I got all that, but my eye test tells me that I would trust Joe Burrow at the highest level a little more than than a Mahomes who who will make some careless mistakes yeah. because he's been taught that way. He's been given such a green light. Andy Reid loves that. He loves him to try try things that you shouldn't try, and a lot of times he gets away with them. And 
Andy likes to repolish his own genius by letting Patrick try the spectacular that can sometimes turn into the disaster. Skip, they had Kelsey was there, Tyreek was there. They had a lot of good players. Alex Smith didn't have this offense looking like no. Patrick Mahomes. No. And when he was in Philly, he had a lot of good players. He had a Jeremy Macklin. He had T.O. He had D-Jack. He had uh, 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 Brian Westbrook in the backfield. He had Donovan. It didn't look like this. A lot of what Andy Genius is is Patrick Mahomes. It's just like Coach Belichick. You say Coach Belichick don't look like a genius now without mm-hmm. Tom Brady. No. No, I, I buy that. And I'm taking nothing away from Patrick. I'm just saying – Joe Burrow is more special than you're giving him credit. No, 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 no. If the thing is, Skip, he's just like, he doesn't have that pizzazz. Yeah, he's very, he, hey, he gonna drive, hey, he's that guy, he gonna put both hands 10 to 2. He will. He's gonna drive, gonna keep it in the middle of the road. He, Patrick okay. Mahone, okay. Er, er, he got one hand. That, that is correct. Er, er. Okay, that is Brady S. <laughs> yeah. Because Brady doesn't have any signature plays. Nah, there, nah, there's nah. no walk off throw. Nah, it, ain't no, it ain't no throw that you like. No. Did you see that? No, uh uh-uh. uh. No, nope. but Mahomes, Skip Mahomes, boy. I, I think the thing is he's been so good so soon, and he's been good, great since he started. Is that we we, we take it for granted, Skip? No, I don't think we're taking. We take it, it for granted, granted Skip. No. Well, that list of four young guns, gentlemen, tells me the NFL's future is bright and, and in is very true. good hands. Yep. All right. With last night's historic triple-double assigned, Luca is now a top three player in the NBA. Mm. Skip and Shannon give their answers mm. on the other side of this break. <laughs> Luka Doncic on fire last night. He notched the first ever 60-point, 20-rebound triple-double in a Mavs 126-121 overtime win versus the Knicks. This is only the second time anyone has ever had a 60-point triple-double. Shannon, where would you now rank Luka amongst NBA stars? This is hard. I still got Giannis at number one. Um, I got Nikola Jokic at number two. He's 24-11-9. He has an outside shot of averaging a triple-double. has an outside shot of becoming the first three-time three uh, consecutive MVP since Larry Bird last pulled it off 84-86. I got Steph because he was having a historic season. Yep. He also has the four rings, but I didn't do body of work. I did what is he doing right now. Mm. And he was playing at an unbelievable level. And the hardest one for me was fifth. But the best player this season on the best team has been Jason Tatum. And so I put him at fifth. And I know I left Joel Embiid out. You I did. left uh, Kevin Durant out. I left yep. LeBron out. But those are the guys that I look when I say right now, I would say those are the top five players. I don't know how you can keep Luka off this. Uh, and, and for the longest time, <clears throat> I thought he was great. I, I knew he was great because I had seen enough had seen enough of his body, of work. But he's a top five player right now. And given what he's doing, the totality of what he's doing, the points in which he's scoring, the assist in which he does, and now he's rebounding the ball at an extremely high level, yeah, Giannis one, Yoke two, Steph three, Luka four, Jason Tatum five. Okay. <clears throat> Do you take into account defense at all? Does it matter to you? Uh, not really. Okay, I do. I think it's half the battle. Okay. Luca ranks 137th in defensive win shares, 137. Yeah. It's just not very good because no. I don't think he cares that much about playing defense, and I think it hurts a Dallas Maverick team that is now, what, three games over 500, uh-huh. are they? 19 and 16. Yeah. Okay. So – when I look at the biggest picture, you left Joel Embiid out. I did. 
He is leading this league in scoring mm-hmm. as we speak, a tick above Luca. Right. But he is leading. He is second in defensive win shares because he is a flat-out monster mm-hmm. on the other end. He is hard to deal with because right. he's so agile and such a quick jumper that he's going to bother and block a whole lot of shots. It was really lane. hard between him and Jason Tatum. Okay, okay, I got it. So he's at the top of my list right now because I think he's making an MVP statement. Okay. I, I'm with you on Giannis, you, just on sheer effort. He, he, every night he I, gives I, it to I've you. Never, like it's every dribble he gives it to mm-hmm. you. I've never seen anything like it because too many of our guys raised in this country are just a little too cool to give you that much effort <laughs> on every single dribble because that's okay. not what stars do. But right. I, I admire that with all my heart and soul. I'm going to put another player up here, and you're going to laugh at me, but now does health become a factor here? Anthony Davis is still a top-five player to me. I don't care what you say. And I watched those four games he recently played in a row. I watched him play four straight games, and I know he got hurt again. But do you realize in those four games he went 36-18 with three blocks a game Mm -hmm. and two steals a game? Are you kidding me? He was the best offensive player and the best defensive player I saw over a four-game stretch. And by the way, speaking of historical numbers, in the history of this league, no one has ever averaged those numbers over a four-game set. Right. Okay, what, what am I supposed to do with that? Right. I'm just looking at right here, right now. Okay. He's in my top five because I'm, I don't see anything like that. Okay. Luka can't have that kind of impact on a basketball game on both ends right. like AD okay. was. All right. Kevin Durant is putting up numbers where, where I say th- those are th- those are MVP caliber numbers, and all of a sudden his team has taken off around him. Right. Kyrie's been sensational right. also, but but Kevin just on sheer firepower, shooting ability, is, is still a top five player. And then Steph, would, would I slightly, ever so slightly, take Steph right now in in, in his maturest peak form, would I take him? I know he's hurt, but but at the moment, would I take him slightly over Luka? I would. Okay. Then I, I haven't even gotten to Luka or Jokic. They're close to me. <laughs> they're, they're like this to me, and they're, they're kind of an impact the same guy to me, even though they do it a little differently. Right. It's not that different what they do because they're both operating with – Low athleticism and supreme genius, supreme like skill. like supreme skill and genius, <laughs> where, where it's off the charts, where they are toying with people right. in the lane. They're just making things up as they go, and you can't stop them from right. scoring the lane. But no one has ever a- accused Joker of playing a whole lot of defense. No. He, he, he stands and olays a lot of people who go by him in the lane. So I don't love him. I, I don't love him as far as winning championships around him. And so I got him and Luca kind of tied for six, but I'll give Luca the edge. I would rather have Luca right now. We, we only got two. Guys. We only got two guys. No, no, I, mean, I, I got it. I, I got it. But I don't know what to do with AD because I saw him put your team on his shoulders, yes. and I said, "My God!" And that's what I say. Le- LeBron took the tweet down. You, you don't need to give up yet because you do have a nuclear weapon. He just can't stay healthy, and I don't understand it. Yeah. Maybe he's just born brittle or whatever. Well, I mean, he probably grew too fast. Maybe. I mean, you think about it, he was a point guard at 6'1", and he the next was. thing you know, over All the summer, sudden, he's 6'10". Yeah. Right. But I saw what he did at Kentucky, yeah. and I know he wasn't putting up numbers, but they won it all oh, because defense, of him. He was a defensive guy. He was a de- uh, defensive player of the year. He was. Okay. So, so, so to me – 
I'm looking at both sides of the basketball. It's it's hard to discount what Embiid is doing right now, even though I'm going to give you this. He's another one with this big X factor hanging over him because I never know if he's going to stay healthy or right or, you know. Oh, he's he's, he's tremendous. I mean, Joel Embiid is is unbelievable. I mean, like you said, I mean, he and Giannis are, if you, I would take Giannis slightly over him as far as the defensive end, but. If you say you got to take Joel Embiid as a defensive guy, I'm not going to fight you over it. Yeah. But those are the two best guys on both ends of the court. There's yeah. no question about that. Yeah. Now, we can debate all the other stuff, but I think I think you and I are in agreement with that. He and Giannis separate themselves on both ends of the court because okay. they play, play okay. both sides then, of the ball. That comes down to Steph versus Luka. Yeah. Well, okay, one guy's 6'7", another guy's like 6'3", Three. maybe. Yeah. But, but what – what Steph did do in the finals, you, I got to give give him that. I'm not going to give him – you give him top ten all time. But, yeah. But, yeah, 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 yeah. After, yeah, after that. Okay. But let, we, we'll revisit this at the we end will. of the year. We will. Let's revisit this at the end of the year. This is very fluid. <laughs> it might change. It's such an awesome debate there by the are weekend. so many wonderful choices. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and I'll just say, he might not be there yet, but y'all don't forget the name Zion Williamson. Man, all right. he missed more time right. than AD. <laughs> yes. He's back now, though, playing tonight, back from COVID protocols. Okay. All, right. All right, Russell Wilson. Guys, do you think he's fixable like the Broncos believe? Got to get your take on this one. We'll deep dive when Undisputed returns. The Broncos have moved on from their head coach, but they are sticking with quarterback Russell Wilson. GM George Payton told reporters yesterday the entire organization believes Wilson is, quote, fixable. Shannon, is he? No, not now. Because I believe Russell Wilson wants to be more, he wants to be famous more than he wants to be a good football player. I buy that. That lifestyle that he has with his wife, and bless their heart, yep. she's, she's known world, the world over. She is. And this is what Russ chooses to be now. Russ, is, and he can go back and forth. I'm not, I'm not going to get personal with Russ. Because this is not this is not about Shannon Sharp and Russell Wilson. No. All I'm gonna do is say this. All I know, I've played with two organizations, and I was respected by my teammates in both organizations. Yep. Something that he has not gained in lead neither organization. Neither. Now I know what the guys will say publicly, but if I tell you something about Denver Broncos, you take it to the bank mm. and you cash it. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson is not liked in that locker room. They don't like the perks that he gets because he has not earned them. Yep. He has an office in that building. Yep. He sets himself apart. He thinks he's better than they are. Yep. And they sense it and they know it. And they do not like him. Mm. That is factual. They didn't like him in Seattle because they saw the trend. They saw the way this thing was going when he started dating Sierra. Mm-hmm. And they didn't like it. They didn't like him to begin with. Well, they, especially the defense never liked him. No. It. Yep. There's a reason why. Think about it. How many times have you seen a teammates speak so out against a play, a quarterback? I've never heard it. They didn't even speak like that against Jamarcus. Mm-hmm. They didn't speak like that against uh, uh, Jeff George. The way they've spoken about a guy that was, that's very good. He's been to eight, nine Pro Bowls. But look at how his teammates talk about him. Yep. Okay. So, with that being said, those things, his fame, his money is more important than winning football. He got his money. And so that's what he wants to. That's what he wants to. I, I put his chest out. I'm this. I'm that. You can't go anywhere in Denver that I can't go. You can't open any more doors in Denver that I can. That's a fact. So with that being said. Maybe, maybe not as many, but go ahead. No, no. Yeah. I, hey, I might not can stay as long in those doors, yep. but I can get in those doors. Yep. 
That's the problem with Russ, Skip. Football is secondary now. There are other things that are more important than Russell Wilson. And football isn't as important as it once was. He doesn't have the hunger. He doesn't have the hunger, and he doesn't have the athleticism. So now Now he can't get off this and make the plays that he once could. Mm -hmm. Script, you mean? Yeah. Yes. You don't have a script. I don't have a script, but (laughs) I can get off script. Yes, I can add lip. We can, you can come in here. You don't even tell me the subject. Say, this is what we're going to talk about. Now, we have a rundown. We're going to talk about this in the A box, B box, C box, B box. So hey, I, you live off script. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I might want to say and what I actually say is something entirely different. Sometimes shocking to me. Okay. I hear everything you just said, and I, I co-sign, I underscore, I validate everything you just brilliantly laid out because that is from the oracle of truth. Yeah. That's from somebody who knows what of he speaks. Yeah. Okay, so you're stuck with him for at least one year, and it, it's, it's not great if you, you try to get up off him after one year because you still have to pay a premium price yeah. for the second year, but you said you're done with him after one, yeah. but you're stuck with one. Okay, obviously now a new family has taken over your dearly beloved franchise. Yeah. And it sounds like Greg Penner is now in charge. And I think you've seen or you've met hey, him. I met him. Yeah, okay. I met, met him both the, all, all right, three so of them. For those who don't know, Greg Penner married into the Walton, Walton family, family yeah, and, the, daughter. and, and, and the, daughter. The, the Walmart empire, right. obviously. Yes. Okay. He's now in charge. And he made a big, bold statement yesterday. He said, now the, the new head coach is going to report answer to, to me. me. He's going to report to me. Well, that's the Jerry Jones system, right? Yeah. So you cut the general manager out. Okay. So he's telling you, you on notice. Okay. You're on notice. To my knowledge, Greg Penner doesn't have any football in his background, so there's there's some X factor here. Like, are you going to have a feel for it or not have the feel for it? Jerry had some feel for it because he did play right. at a fairly high level of right. college football right. and was on a national championship team as a starting offensive right. guard. But Jerry sometimes doesn't demonstrate a great feel for football. Right. But the point is, this is going to be a brave new world in Denver because Greg Penner is going to be in charge of this. Good. Okay, so – would Sean Payton undertake this challenge? I have my grave doubt, doubts about this it. because, to your point, he just might be unfixable. If Sean Payton thought he could work with Russ in a vacuum without all this extraneous baggage that's going right. on, he, he might say, well, I could pull this off. But, but I, I don't think you can work with him in a vacuum, no, right? No, Okay. Russ, Russ sees himself as above Yes. now. And, and I, I, don't, I don't know what he did to get that Peyton Manning or the Tom Brady treatment. And give up some of those parking spaces at the stadium, too. Mm. I want to say that. Yeah, okay. I know that also. <laughs> okay. Now, run, tell that. Well, you I don't want this to be personal. I got to jump in we've got – what? We've got breaking news with Tua's status in Miami, so we got to leave this one here. We'll give you the very latest on Tua in just a moment. Stay with us. Breaking news out of Miami. After entering the league's concussion protocol this week, Mike McDaniel says this morning, yes, Tua does indeed have a concussion, and Teddy Bridgewater will indeed get the start against the Patriots. Shannon, what's your reaction? Finally, smarter people prevailed. He probably should be done for the rest of the season. Yeah. Because I believe he's had at least three concussions in a very small window. And 
the more concussion you have, the greater the risk is long-term. So I think they made the right decision to sit him down. I think they should make an even better decision and say, you're done for the season, Tua. Uh, I couldn't believe that Mike McDaniel said on Monday when he reports in, I've got symptoms, and Mike McDaniel said, well, we're, we're trying to figure this out on who's going to play. Well, figure it out. Right, right. The man said well, he well, got that's symptoms done. on Monday. That means you're, yeah. you're done, right? right? So is this any surprise? No. no. It, it, it would be a shock the other way, right? right? If he's going to play. And I'm going to say what I said on Monday. I, I'm fearful that this should be it for his career. He's yeah. had too many head injuries. They're cumulative. They add up. They build up. And you are now risking the rest of your life. Long, long-term health. Yeah. So I, I agree with you, Skip. I, I think the smart thing for the Dolphins to do is to sit him down for the rest of the season and reassess this. He needs to go see a lot of, lot yeah. of medical professionals before he returns to football. Tua, please take care of yourself. Guys, great arguments to end the show. We're out of time. 